Welcome back to Ike Live. Thank you for hanging in there with us. We are refilled. Our bladders are empty. And we're ready to continue. Uh, once again, man, special show tonight. In studio, good friend Gerald Swindle is here tonight. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, man, we got so many things to talk to you about, Jay. And, and, and we're going to go light. Uh, you know, If you didn't know already, as the show goes on, what happens is it gets lighter. we get more intoxicated <laughs> and we get lighter. The air gets lighter. So we got a lot of light things I want to talk let's to you about. Let's talk about them. But before we talk about the light things, let's, let's, let's tackle one more serious thing. Come on with it. And I don't know if you knew this. And again, I don't want to flate your head too big, but... Pete Glusick may have informed you. He'll kill me this if I if I don't. He'll kill me if I don't tell you this. Our number one seminar to date ever in our six years running. Our number one seminar is the BU seminar on positive mental attitude that you you gave a few years back. Mm. That's unbelievable. Like we ha- we have some big names of the sport, but people are crawling to hear that seminar over and over and over. What? Talk talk uh, to me a little bit about it. Let, let, let's talk about that. Uh, Why are people so enthralled with with that seminar? I, I don't know. I you know I, when I do the PMA seminar motivational speaking, it's just, it's coming from the heart, you know. And and I, maybe people uh, migrate to it because they can tell it's uh, it's learned from experience. You know, yeah. uh, I know my weaknesses, I know my strengths, and uh, PMA is one of them. Trying to keep a positive mental attitude. Uh, I just when I do that seminar, it's kind of like I just let the walls down. I, I was like, "You want to see who I really am? This is what I really am. This yeah. is the guy I am. I struggle every day. I, I have fits of rage and anger. I'm driven by different things, and uh, the way I learn these things, and and in the downfall after my brother died, and how I felt on the water, and how angry I was, and how I couldn't put two and two together to to learn and how to live again, and where your strength is, and try to find the good in it." Uh, and I, relay a lot, I, I try to relay a lot of that over to it's not about fishing, man. It doesn't matter if you're a window cleaner or, or what it is. And I always make the point to say I truly believe that if you if you live uh, in a positive mental attitude, you become a better – for me, I become a better father. I become a better husband. Uh, I become a better fisherman. And that's that was the – when I really understood it, I understood there's more to bass fishing than in my life. I don't want that bass fishing to define me uh, – trophies on my wall is not going to define me uh if i go before you when i you know if you stood before my casket i want you to say that dude had a good time you know yeah. it ain't about how many classics he made or what he he won yeah i'm competitive man but I'm, i want to live every day and i want to treat you on the water with respect and i want to have a positive mental attitude and uh my wife and i stay away from negativity uh if we're around people that's negative, we make a group decision. We don't want to be there anymore. Uh, it, life's too short, man. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I do that seminar sometimes, and I'm telling you, man, it, it, it's that is a weird, weird feeling because I just like spill my heart out. Here it is. You want to know where I'm at, and you want to know how I learned this is uh, stumbling through life and 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 finding the right way back and how to stay focused. So it, it's kind of to me. I, I I don't know. Maybe. I, that's just kind of overwhelming. That many people like it. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's the honesty in that, and I think we all struggle. Whether, like you said, whether you're a competitive bass angler or you're into tennis or you're not even in the competitive sports, you struggle with that, right? Because here, here's what I struggle with, and I'd, I'd love to get your take on this. For me, 
I don't know if it's being from New Jersey or being from the Northeast, growing up in that environment, or if it's being competitive, but it's hard to shut it off, right? Because you're so competitive, and that takes you to a place that's that's uh, not good a lot of times, right? It's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. So how, know, how do you shut that off? Uh, I, I went as far uh, to hire a mind coach, you know, uh, after my brother passed away. I struggled, man. I struggled on the water. Uh I got fired from the first company that ever fired me in bass fishing after that year. I mean, I was like at rock bottom, and it was overdriven over performance. And I hired a mind coach, and I was like, dude, mentally, I just don't know where I need to be. And that was some of the stuff we talked about, you know, is like, because yeah. uh, I was like, man, I'm intense. I'm intense. You know, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm intense. He goes, that that ain't no good. He goes, the intensity is almost bad. Right. You know, if, if if it's not controlled intensity, you're just you're melting yourself down and the negativity and the way you think and, and, and being able to overcome these things is the key. And, you know, and we talked a lot about the zone, you know, and getting inside of the zone and what the zone is. And I thought the zone was some mystical place that I was going to go get into before I got in the boat. And then he truly just taught me, hey, man, the zone is how you live your life. It's It's your attitude. It's how you treat your family. And when you create that positive zone at this house right here, when you leave, you're going to fish in that zone. Yeah. You know, and I, it was a big lesson learned for me is to, to, to be able to stay positive. And, man, in this sport, and you see it more than any, there's so much going on that if you're not careful, you can head down that negative pipeline oh, yeah. and you can't come back. Yeah. I mean, it can make you bitter. So I, I learned a lot from my coach. It was funny. He, he when he when he first told me the price and then he talked to me a little bit he was like i might charge you double this is gonna be it's gonna be serious right here this guy right here's got some issues but hey my wife will tell you like the only test i ever passed was that test he gave us it was some type of judgment test that they give all these ceos of these companies and these top businessmen in the world take this test and he was like for sure i was and i felt for sure i was gonna fail it because i'm not a studier i barely got through school and when he took it, he called her and I back, and he goes, it's unbelievable what he made. Unbelievable. He said, I thought he might have had uh, been uh, attention deficit disorder real bad and all that. Because he went fishing with me, Mike, and he don't know nothing about fishing. Yeah. Sat in the boat with me, and I fished about an hour at Gunnersville, and I figured him out pretty quick. And I just started fishing down the bank, and he's writing something down on paper, and I fished about 30 minutes. He, he kind of cleared his throat, and I turned around and said, what do you need? And he just flipped the sign over, and it just simply said, you're bored. And I said, you're right. And he said, you figured out the puzzle, and now your mind is going somewhere else in this world, and you can't come back. And I'm like, you're right. I said, because I know that's how I'm going to fish in a tournament, and I'm not going to do that anymore this week. He said, so you're creating. So my theory back then, Mike, was like, I'm going to fish 15 hours a day. I'm dark to dark, dark to dark. I'm going, I don't care. I'm fishing in the dark. I'm going to fish and fish. He said, man, it ain't about that. He said six hours of being engaged in the sport is as good as 26 hours being disengaged. He said, the way you think, you create bad habits. Once you figure them out, and you've probably been guilty of it, we figure them out pretty quick. And then, But you're like, well, I don't want to go in. I look like a wimp, you know. Yeah. So you start, I'm going to go out here on these ledges and throw a DT-17 and a DT-14, and I'm going to throw this, and then I'm going to. And next thing you know, well, you're a good enough fisherman. You're going to catch a few. Yeah. Like, well, I got a backup pattern. Well, then tomorrow, well, I'm bored again. So here we go again. I'm going to throw an old top water. Well, I caught two or three big ones like that. Well, on day one of the tournament, I got 30 places to go. Yeah. You almost create these bad habits because you truly, the only reason you wouldn't done that is you're bored because yeah. you done figured the puzzle out. And you know the biggest th- the biggest high for this is figuring out the puzzle. Yeah. That's why we do it. Why, and once the puzzle's figured out, I'm like, 
Whew, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, to to take that ride and be able to give that seminar. I'm 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 glad the people at Bash University liked it. Uh, I went out on a limb with that one. It was funny because you know, the guy that run that thing for you, man, he stresses out. Uh, is it Cody or what? Uh, Jared? No, the guy a couple of years ago that run that did the MC it and all that. He always wanted my powerpoints. Oh, Bill. Bill yeah. Dakota. Bill Dakota. Oh, yeah. He would be after Leanne. Oh yeah. I'm gonna need Gerald's powerpoints. Crazy. And she was like, Gerald needs his powerpoints. He don't even have them. And I would show she up. She don't even know what a powerpoint no. is. What and are you she talking was, about? She goes, what are you gonna talk about? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just sit down and we'll work our way through it. And that's truly speaking up from just the heart, you know. And, and it was so funny to see him get. So, and I would tell Leanne, I'm like, this guy is so stressed because I don't have a powerpoint. Yeah. I have a rod and reel. <laughs> you know, to answer what you had said about why that one clip was the most popular, it's because, you know, 20,000 people watched it twice, you know, or watched it three times because there's things that you say that people are looking for to complete puzzles in their own life. Yeah. And it's not everything that you say, but it's little tiny pieces of what you say that people can puzzle in with things they hear from someone else who they might admire or find inspiring. I yeah. think, and it's, it's blown me away, man, because I, I, every show I go to, it seems like somebody walks up and even talks about that. And I was hanging out with Shannon that works for, for uh, with John and Missile Bates, and he said, uh, we was in his truck, and he, he's got his phone on, man. He said, I want you to listen to what I listened to going to the ramp. And he flips his phone over and hits that, and it's that speech. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And he goes, that's what I listen to going to the ramp. And I'm wow. like, dude, that's wow. pretty cool. You know, he said, and now I, cool. we have people uh, email Leanne and I and talk about that to say how that changed their lives. And I'm like, I, I never truly intended for that, Mike. I'm just really speaking like we vent, like you say, you got to get yeah. it out. That's sometimes what public speaking is to me is therapy. It's, it's letting me get it it's out. It's very freeing. Yeah, the, yeah. I want you to know that I'm not. That I make these mistakes. I want you to know how I know not to do that. Yeah. You know, and and to know that people benefit from it. Man, it's kind of cool. Yeah. No, like what I took from this the most, what you said was six hours of engagement is better than twenty six hours of disengagement because of the bad habits you form yep. in those other twenty hours. Yep. So I have an attention problem too, oh, and I never, I never, I never, I never looked at it that way. And I, I like that. He like told that. me that. He said you, because you know, I, I made the, I made the fatal mistake, Mike, and I said. I owe it to my family to fish all day, Doc. And I thought I was like, I showed you, buddy, who was boss. And he's sitting there looking at me, and he goes, you owe it to your family to be the best that you can be. Yeah. Whether you can do it in one hour or five hours. He has begged me the whole time he worked with me for two years. He said, I would give anything you I could possibly give if you would fish one Elite Series tournament and never practice. Yeah. One. He said, because I truly think you're the best when you don't know nothing, when your, you just go. Your mental coach yeah. challenged you with that? Yep. He said, you you should really look at He said, the way you process information. And, and he works with uh, PGA golfers, pro baseball players. I mean, he works. And it was his first fishing endeavor. Wow. And I found it pretty impressive that the very next year, guess who hired him? Skeet Reese. And guess who won Anger of the Year? Wow. How about that? How I wonder about what that? the guy thought about yellow, with all the yellow. Whenever you had yeah, yeah, can you talk to him about Big Bird? Yellow you know, pants. Yeah. probably had some fear of Big Bird. But what's so funny <laughs> is he didn't teach me. Like when you hire somebody like that, you think I'm getting a sports mind coach. He's going to teach me some great stuff. Nah, he just points out what you do wrong mentally. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't it ain't really a learning thing. He just pretty much showed me that that you know by you thinking this way is wrong. Uh, 
by by having negative thoughts how it can take up to 15 or 20 positive thoughts to erase one negative thought so if i'm around somebody that's like 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 bernie schultz i love bernie schultz bernie schultz is my man yeah but if i'm around him i want to cut my wrist with a coke bottle (laughs) a plastic coke bottle you're going to be swinging from a bridge with a with a plastic spoon because he's the negative most negative guy in the world i hate this place i don't know why we're here the fishing sucks I can't have that. Bob Soley. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can't have that, man. Dude. I, I, you just got to know somebody's going to win today. Yeah. So just go fishing. And, you know, I, I watch. Uh, you know, you keep your distance from people. You, you, you're pretty you're pretty good about not getting caught up in the doc talk and not sharing information. There's a strength to that. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, when you're not on them and you don't know they're biting in some area, hmm. You get a surprise at the way you Big get. time surprise. Woo! Yeah. The other 110 guys got the memo. Yeah. And yeah. somehow me and G didn't. I'm looking at my phone. Like, I'm going, well, this didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when you race there and ain't nobody there. Oh, my God. You stop. Yeah, you're yeah. All this is the best place in the lake. You stop. You sit there for like 15 minutes. You're like, oh, they're coming. There's going to be all kind of people around me when the smoke clears. <laughs> An hour later. Yeah. You're just like, oh, God, they're not on the spinnerbait. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of how I felt at the flats this year when I was the only one out on the ball. Yes. yes. I'm like, huh, nobody found this? Nobody found this water fish out here? That ain't good. An hour in, I got a catfish. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, maybe this is bad. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I tell you, man, the mental side, what we're talking about, is the biggest room for improvement of every angler out there. Whether you're a club guy or a freaking, you know, uh, uh, an elite guy. It's the biggest room for improvement. It truly is. Because you, yeah. you, you can buy the rods and reels that you fish with the same as you can buy the rods and reels that I fish with. You can get the best equipment. You can buy all the Rapala baits. You can have the exact thing that Iconelli has, the exact thing I have. The only thing different is making your mind stronger. That yeah. reel can't get any smoother. The line can't get any stronger. The only thing that stands for improvement in that boat that day is you mentally. When you think yeah. about it like that, the depth finders can't read any clearer. The motor can't run any faster. Yeah. The only thing that can go up from here is you. You know, and that's the tough one. Because, man, when, you, when you're having one of them days when you backlash the toilet paper in the outhouse, yeah. man, you know what I mean. And everything's going bad before oh, yeah. you get there. That's one of them tough ones where you're like, everybody's blocked you off at the ramp. And you're like, for the love of God. You know, that's when you start really having to pull it together. Am I going to come unwound or not? Yeah. Yeah. Beck, are you listening to this? Yeah. You uh-huh. are a very angry person. You come mornings. unwound a lot. You come in the mornings. <laughs> I've seen you. Work on this, Beck. Work on this. I'm very negative. Yes, we need positive all the time. I mean, I've seen you so negative. Those fish aren't going to bite. I don't know why he's <laughs> going down there. I think that Mike has sucked majority of my positive out. <laughs> Forever and ever. Will it ever come back? <laughs> Is there nothing hey, left? You know you, what? I need the off season just to like replenish the positive. It comes back, but slowly, the off season has been pretty pretty exhausting this year. Do rough. you ever get those? I love you. That's the what I used to like when we first got married. My wife's <laughs> my wife's a fixer, and I wouldn't catch him, and I would like call home, and she's like, "Well, all you got to know, baby, is I still love you." Yeah. yeah. That ain't gonna make him bite. I, I still got eight pounds in California. <laughs> and then she hit me with a fatal speech driving back to the camp there in California. I didn't catch him. I mean, I was like butt naked last. And she said, Well, look at it like this. You beat Doc Merkin. 
<laughs> that was the speech, and if you fished back then, you know what I mean. So I got Casey Ash's guitar that night and wrote a song called I Beat Doc Merkin. Well, I beat Doc Merkin. I beat one guy. I beat one guy, and my wife found the... Now, the silly part of that is, look at how she looked at it. Well, you beat one guy. You're not less. She's an optimist. She's an optimist, and I'm like, oh, I so sucked. But I yeah. love you anyway. I'm like, whoa, oh. So now she don't even say that. Uh-uh. Seven years later, I don't even say. <laughs> she that just like you. Yeah, just we go. should honestly write a book. Like, what can you possibly say? Like, what? I just don't. I tell her to I say I suck too. Say, I, yep, I you missed now. him, baby. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, you you shouldn't have thrown that popper. <laughs> <laughs> and that is one of the. Uh, I can't find it now, but one of the questions that came through was asking. Uh, it was, gee, when are you going to write a book? God, that's come up a lot, Ike. I've so many people's asked that, and uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I I haven't met the person uh, that I thought could write it. I thought talked one time about Alan McGuckin writing it a little bit, but I don't know, man. What I'd really like to say in a book, I, I don't I don't know if people read it or not. I, I don't want to do another fishing book. I don't want to talk about blue jigs and black jigs. I want to talk about what it takes. Uh, I, I you know. I had a name for it. I really wanted to call the book, if I ever wrote it, called A Whole Lot of Want To. And the first person I told that kind of looked at me like, what? I said, A Whole Lot of Want To. Because in this world, if you don't have a whole lot of want to, you're not going anywhere. Uh. You're pretty much done. And uh, I-, I can remember having back surgeries. And like on my fourth and fifth one, the doctor was like, hey, man, this 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 might be it. you know?" Yeah. And I'm like, I told that doc when I went in that uh, room that morning, I was like, I'm the only patient you have in this waiting room. The only patient. This willing to die to go back to work. And my surgeon's looking at me. He goes, you do what? I said, I want you to hear me out. I'm willing to die to go back to work. Yeah. So I said, you got to understand, I will do whatever you tell me I got to do to get healthy again and be in that boat. So I kind of wanted to do that, but it, it may just be too deep. I don't know. I yeah. may do one about eating boogers and paint chips. I don't know. <laughs> good one too. Now, I want to know, if you do eventually write your own book, are you going to have your own publishing company like Jerry McInnes? Mm, no, probably. Okay. Uh, I probably he not. probably has room on uh, jerrysbook.com. Hey, might have it. I would like to write a second book. How about I write the first book, and can I write the second one, and let's call it like Egos, Logos, and Psychos. I and, like that. And name names. Ooh, a name name book. Yeah, Egos, Logos, well, and Psychos. I'm, I like with, it. You, I'm yeah. with you on that one. I think when we retire, <laughs> we can let's lay write it, it all out. out on the line. <laughs> Just write it out. I like it. It's going to be like the R. Kelly song that was a remix. I'm in for both, man. I like them both. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I'm in for both. You do. All right. Uh, let, let's, uh, again, before we get serious, I do have one more serious topic I want to talk about. It's a little change in the subject here, but... We do do a little bit of current news here on Ike Live, and uh, we talked a little bit about it at dinner um, tonight, G, and I want to bring it up. Um, uh, Keith Pochet's nephew, yep. uh, Dylan Pochet, stabbed to death in a fight at a boat ramp recently with yeah. it, within the last week. Uh, man, this, this shit's terrible. This is like, I think within a year or two, this is the second killing of an angler right it happened at the mississippi uh, tournament and opened a few years we back. had one at tennessee this summer we had a gentleman killed at a benefit tournament uh, in tennessee also and then poche's nephew man you're right it's, yeah that's like three three and, and quick yeah what the what the what the hell's going on here man i don't know man that that deal with, with poche's nephew is just a tragic accident you know and i and and the boat ramps used to be in tournaments used to be where you felt safe. Yeah. You know, you let your guard down. Yeah. And now, I, you know, uh, I, you don't judge anyone's town 
because no no city in America is immune to it. So you wouldn't want somebody to say, well, if I go to Alabama, I'm scared. You know, it's any it's any town. You it's go everywhere, to, right? It's, it's truly yeah. everywhere, man. Like a lot of people were scared. I remember the underlying feeling of when the elites were coming to Philly. A lot of people were like, oh what? shit. You know, they were like. They, they were like grabbing, you know, grabbing their wallets, and they were like that, looking well, around. I mean, and, and and you're right. And, and I was one of those guys. And, and I talked to a writer, and he kind of scolded me, man. He goes, "You, you, you know, you you didn't, you're not giving this city a benefit of a doubt." I said, "Dude, this city's been as nice as they can be to me." But I said, "Understand, I didn't come from concrete. I come from grass and dirt roads. Yeah. So give me time to adjust." Yeah. It it ain't that I don't love the city, and I embrace the people. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. So if you take somebody out of their element and you put me on a road where I can't turn left and I'm paying tolls and I'm not used to driving here, the fear factor starts to rise. Yeah. You will settle in, and I think people misjudge that is maybe they didn't love you. Oh, we loved it, dude. Yeah. We're just not familiar with it. Yeah. you got to understand, my nearest neighbor was a mile as a kid. A mile. So when I get here, I'm a little bit freaked out. <laughs> a little bit yeah. freaked out, you know. Yeah. It's it's different. It's different. I just I I think it's crazy, Dave, what the hell's going on right now. I feel like, you know, <coughs> there's more violence everywhere and that's that's laying over into the fishing industry yep. now. That I've seen ever. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't I'm, I'm gonna disagree. Okay. And I'm not gonna disagree just to disagree. I think that there is a 24-hour news cycle now, and there's a social media element that is just reporting what always happened. It's a good point. Just as many kids are being abducted now as they were in the 80s. Yeah. Just as many shark attacks now as there was in the 80s. We yeah. just now know about it all the time, so it seems it's like good it's point. more. Yeah. But what I look at when I look at this Poche case, I see uh, a group of kids that were fishing and camping at a boat ramp, and I see a group of assholes that were driving around in a car yeah. looking for trouble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a shame that the kids take take a life. You know, that's two lives lost. It, you know, it, and what happened to getting in a fight and getting your ass beat and and learning from it, moving on? It, like, that, well, like why do you get, why 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 do we have to pull guns? Why why we got to pull knives? Some of my best lessons were getting my ass kicked. Yeah. We all fought each other. Oh yeah, I learned a lot by Dave boxing my ears off in sixth grade. <laughs> you have I went home crying. I, I just went home crying. I'm like, let Man, me look at your ear. Think, let me look at your ears, bro. I, you have cauliflower. <laughs> no, but I, I I said you know I I, I got to like learn to uh, behave myself or fight better. I think yeah. respect. You know I mean? <laughs> the respect and fear are the same thing, and kids these days uh, overlook that, and they think the only way they can get respect is to instill fear in somebody, which means I've got to one-up you, whether it's a knife or a gun. I may be not man enough to whoop you, but I'm going to make you scared of me one way or another. And yeah. it's, it's sad that that's kind of where that where we've been, you know, and, and I honestly don't know how – I mean, we joke all the time. I mean, made a bunch of jokes this summer if I, I want to run for president, you know, and joking about that what 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 would you do man if somebody come to you today and said hey i what what would you do if you was president could you help this situation what would be the first thing you would do yeah that, there's your question if i interviewed you i'd say ike if you was president what would be the first thing you would do yeah i don't know i wouldn't want to be president that's way too i there dude, what? i i can't handle doing what i'm doing now i couldn't take that kind of pressure man. so i would be the president you i'm just gonna take a couple I'm, days off yeah, hey i'm out <laughs> vice president I mean, Dave, what, what would you do if you were president yeah yeah you, uh, you can't do anything but you know it, it was pointed out by a candidate many many years ago dan quayle talked about how quayle quayle was talking about how families were eroding and family values are going to lead to our demise yeah and uh, 
30 years later if he wasn't right or 20 years later. I mean, he, he hit it on the head. It was right at the turn. Yeah. Cable, cable TV, everyone yeah. started getting it. And MTV with the rot gut shit that they put out there. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what it you is. You don't see it's family erosion values. Of values. Yeah, you don't see... Uh uh, tonight, uh, sit down at Ike's house, and and people always want to compare you and I. Where, you know, it's funny for the South. He's just no Yankee, and you just old Southern boy. Ain't no way y'all be friends. We sit down <laughs> at your we sit down at your table tonight, and your mother-in-law prepared a meal, and everybody sit down and said grace. Yeah, that's as good as it gets for me. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the same people. Yeah, we looked at different. Yeah, we have different fan bases, but that's the family values that really built the country. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's given away. You know, we to to what the president would have to do. I mean, I know what I'd do if I was president. It'd be a little extreme, but I, I'm telling you, about a week I could straighten this out. I'm telling you, I, I, and there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. One week, I could, it ain't that hard. I'm just telling you. Have you ever seen anybody run a gun, rob a gun shop? Yep. Not yep. where I live. They'll bust a cap. <laughs> I'm out in Jersey because y'all can't have guns. But where I live, they'll bust a cap in you. Uh, I think, uh, you know, you look at the, I think common sense is what the country's missing now. You know, I, I truly think we, we've become tolerant of what people do. And, and it's become more people want to research why they've done it. And it always goes back, and here's my pet peeve. They always come back, well, something happened to him as a kid. Right. Well, something's going to happen to him as an adult called the electric chair i'd pull about ninety thousand on the tennessee river and put the electric chair right on top of the dam <laughs> and for that guy that shot all them people in that church in charleston i'd cook him son yeah. we'd have the best offshore bite you've ever had <laughs> everybody have 20 pound sacks and we'd cook him about dark and then we'd move it up chattanooga and get them people shot them marines i think we've become tolerant of a very vicious cycle of people yeah and then you have those copycat guys that want to go out and do it you know and i'm like uh, yeah they see it and they want yeah. to imitate what i mean if seeing. i was president the opening day of deer season will be a national holiday that's the first thing and i just moved fishing season back a little bit in st Clair. i'd have to open that up about may <laughs> i couldn't wait to june yeah the failure is in judgment of morals we there's don't none. judge people anymore. Yeah. Well, there's we don't no res- say what's wrong and nobody right. holds Everything anybody acceptable. A- they don't hold anybody accountable. The- That's what I get mad about. They don't hold people truly accountable for their actions. Right. But the perverse has become a lifestyle choice. Yeah. The, it's like know, let's be crazy. I don't know. I, 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 let's take that rubber bat when you get your license and bust them all in the lips. Yeah. Oh, you be Christmas shopping going there. There's one of them dummies right there looking at them big lips and popped him in the face. <laughs> he can't park our drive. That's like, and if I was president, if you parked in front of the gas pump and didn't buy gas, I'd take your car away from you. If you parked in the handicap and you didn't belong there, well, next time you come to Walmart, you'd have to walk because I'd own your car. I would. I'm that guy. Say, I'm a real prick. <laughs> I would follow you around. And if you parked at Walmart with your grandma's sticker, you've got problems. <laughs> you've got bad you problems. You lazy bastard. That's exactly what I And I tell my wife, I say, watch them. Ain't nobody in there handicapped. Oh, yeah. They come out. They're skipping. They're, skipping. They're hopping. They're skipping. skipping. Yeah, but you know what? Let's talk about that, too. There's too many handicapped. How many, how many, does Home Depot need 55 handicapped parking spots? <laughs> <laughs> there's, never, there's never one person with a wheelchair with two-by-fours on his shoulder. Well, man. Brian. Get out of here. Let, let, that let me shit. tell you something, Dave. The carpenter over there The carpenter goes to Home Depot a lot. He is a carpenter by trade, and he needs that spot because you fucked his ears up so bad as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that spot. I'm in the what? Home Depot gardening section just about every morning in <laughs> the summertime. All right. After you get off Pinterest, and I have to park, I have hey, to park hey, hey, all the way out in the middle of the lot, 
just so that all those open handicap spots can be sitting there, That's so that fun. we all feel good about ourselves that you can park in the front. I, you know, okay. Oh, if shit. I ever find this lady named Pinterest, I might hit her with my wiffle ball bat. Yeah. <laughs> she's built me a lot of misery. I have built some stuff off Pinterest. I will kill you, Pinterest. Yes, I will kill you. All right, let let's move on. Before we get off, uh, if you wanna, if you've heard about the uh, Dylan Pache incident, if you want to contribute, there's a memorial fund set up on KeithPoche.com. Go check it out if you want to contribute to that fund. It'd be great. Uh, Becky's Becky, got a pee. Uh, Becky's got a pee. Brian's got. What do you got? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I see a lot of waving going on. A lot back of there. hands in the air. We have a surprise Skype guest. A surprise Skype guest. Okay. Brian DeCarpenter, we got a surprise Skype guest joining us live via Skype, via satellite, via internet technology, all the way from somewhere in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Joining us live. Alan McGuckin, a.k.a. Guck. Guck. Yes. Yes. Hi, Guck. How are we doing? How you doing tonight? Well, I don't think we've gotten fired yet, have we? Not, Not yet. yet, but it's early. <laughs> we're, we're walking a fine perimeter around the firing line. We're You're not there yet, good. though. You're doing good. Okay, and let and let me uh, introduce you. Introduce yourself to everybody watching Ike Live tonight. Guck, we know and love you, uh, but tell everybody who you are and what you do for a living. I work for Dynamic Sponsorships here in Tulsa. I actually worked in the fishing industry for 20 years as a marketing and PR guy. So I'm the guy behind the scenes that writes a lot of stories and takes a lot of pictures of you guys that appear on places like Bassmaster.com and Wired to Fish and the Bass Zone and Bass East and Advanced Angler, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, and some of the best stories and best photos I've ever seen in my career, by the way. Thank you, Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, really good stuff. So we've got you on tonight. We have an amazing guest sitting here tonight. Yes. You know, we, we need some good stuff. No good. Oh, Don't tell him about that time I asked that little boy if he'd ever touched himself on the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't. Why don't you tell that story? Well, it's not late enough yet. <laughs> That's after hours. He giggled, though, didn't he? He did. I told him, I said, one time in sixth grade, I pulled my wiener out and shook it at Connie Wallace on the school bus. I don't recommend that, son. <laughs> I got six licks from the principal, and my mama was the secretary. I don't recommend that, son. <laughs> And what you hadn't told us yet is that that kid was the son of the largest Toyota dealer in the state of Texas. Yes, if you're going to walk a line, walk a fire line. (laughs) (laughs) We was catching some fish, that wasn't me. This guy got us in a pond, and this was his grandson, and he owned this huge Toyota dealership, and he wanted to work on my boat because the stereo wouldn't work. I told Guck, I said, just put him under the dash. I looked there, and like an hour later, there's wires hanging everywhere, and I'm like, that'd be all right. Just let him work on it. Yeah, he fixed your stereo and called the local station and requested some songs for us. Yeah, he all did. At the same time. Only, wow. we, only, only we make those memories from uh, Peggy Thunder Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get into that either, are we? No, sir. <laughs> ladies, if there's any hot single ladies in the house like Kenny Chesney, look at Gus. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> hey, how is everything going, Guck? You still kicking? We're doing well, man. Yeah, first of all, I was just loving hearing you guys start the show talking about Key West. Got so many awesome memories and... Um, Sharks and Robert Trossett and fresh Kobe to eat at the dock and 
I certainly was kind of living vicariously through Mike and Becky this week. That's one of my favorite things and favorite places to do in, in life is, is Key West with Trossett. And uh, so, so, so awesome that you guys got to experience that this week. And, uh, man, we went fishing today around here. You know, I don't just work in this business. I do it because it's it's truly my passion. I make a living doing what I love. And we caught uh, – we went to a, a private ranch several miles from where I live here and uh, caught a bunch of 12 to 15 inch fish and uh, jerk baits and and a lipless crankbait actually lipless you know blue and chrome rattle trap and uh, rattle wrap yeah that's amazing man blue and chrome I mean does it ever you know it never fails that's that new new color (laughs) water that new color water temperatures here is 44 45 just in case you guys might have some remote interest in water temperatures in northeast oklahoma that's <laughs> cold Lake. yes um, that's cold holding steady at 44 and 45 here Guck, what do you think the temperature be inside the coliseum where i'm going to be working that show at? <laughs> <laughs> about 71 72 Probably, yeah, or, or 107 yeah yes I, yeah. should i wear my uh socks with my dr shoals inserts or just to go just regular shoes I'd go Dr. Scholl's. Dr. Yeah. Scholl's. It's going to be a long yeah. day for me. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of deodorant, too, bud. Yeah, because there's going to be some stanking going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Guck, now we're going to put you on the spot here. You've, you've had a chance to work in this industry for a long time. Give us some Give us some of the highlights of working with some of the Toyota guys. Give me some of the, the coolest stuff you've seen in the years working with these guys. Not necessarily G, Kevin or Big Show or any, any of the team. Or G. Or G. Or me. Yeah, we're specifically well, I, you, Jay. You know, I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> writing stories and shooting photos—that's my job. I, I think the memories that get made, the stuff that we'll talk about when we're retired someday, are are honestly some of the things that we've we've had to struggle together. Whether it was, uh, you know, a media outing that Gerald referenced earlier in South Texas, where everything that could go wrong went wrong, but we still made. We still were real productive with the whole deal. Um, you know, those are the things that you remember. It's not. It's not the smooth times. It's not. It's not when things go as they should or as they're planned. Um, it's. It's. Uh, you know, and it, I'll get personal for you know. The cool thing about what I do or what we do together is really we work together. We're coworkers, but we really do function as a family and. Uh, I think what's most special about my job, or what I've certainly learned in the past year and a half, is is what a support system we truly are for one another. That's yeah. that's what I've learned to treasure most, especially in recent years. Is there anything that has surprised you over the years on how guys handle certain situations, good or bad? No, I, I say this a lot. You know, I'm a PR marketing guy. I work with the biggest names in the sport. You two are at the top of that list. And, you know, the thing I tell a lot of people often is if I had ever had kids, I'd let 80 out of 100 of you raise my kids. And, and thank God I don't have to work for guys who are holding out for ginormous contracts or steroid cases or whatever the case may be that we see and we read about in other professional sports. Uh I'm just grateful for the fact that we work with good, solid people. As, as Swindle referenced a minute ago, we, we work with people that, yeah, we'll drink a beer together. Sure we will. We might drink two or three of them, but we also take time to hold hands and say a prayer before we eat. That's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what about that time I come out in the camper in my underwear? Does that set you back any? <laughs> no, because that's that's normal. That's normal. That's normal with me. It's, yeah. not, it's to be expected. That's normal for you, G. I mean, you can, I mean, he's past the shock factor with me now. Yeah. There was a time though in Florida, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I, if I'd have known he was going to bring it up, I'd have supplied Becky some pictures. Oh no, oh. Jeepers, no. No. Well, dig into the file here in no. the next minutes. No. Becky, how big was the shark you caught? I think my biggest was about 100. Is that about right? 100 pounds? Uh, probably 100 pounds. I don't know. Maybe. It was wow. a big one. Lemon shark? So yeah. she is she big enough, big eye in it like you, Mike? Mm. No, that's giant. What, that's what Robert said. Yeah, I, don't, I think RT said it was about 100 pounder. It was a big one. It was bigger giant. than yours. Is that why you're? Oh, it was definitely bigger than mine. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I I muffled it up again. Mike I always... Mike cannot I can, catch a shark. I cannot not set the hook. You got you do you want a jerk? You got to eat. You, I got a jerk, and you're yeah. using those circle hooks, so you just yeah. reel. You know, I can't do that because uh-uh. you see the eat. You see the eat. Oh you yeah. Know? And you do watch my turn on is it. to pull back. You have to. The first couple of turned on mine, I reeled down slack line and missed everything. I yeah. was like, oh, he's like, dude, you going to have to relax. Yeah. I <laughs> yep. can't do it. It's the hardest thing in the world for me to do. I have no instinct to set the hooks. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I get them every time. Yeah. All right. Show off. Uh, Buck, <laughs> I've, I've got another good question for you. Uh, okay. We're sitting here on the heels of a new season. And, uh, you know, I think I think G and I are looking at it from a different perspective. We're looking at the locations. We're looking at what we're going to do, looking ahead, kind of how we're going to fish. What do you see as you look ahead to 2016 and, and this new schedule? Well, I, a, a buddy of mine probably said it best. He said, Guck, you're, you're basically an elite angler with no rods and reels. And there's a lot of truth in that. Um, you know, I, when I see the schedule released, I look at it probably through similar eyes, m- maybe more like more maybe more like Leanne and Becky do than you guys. But I look at where are we going. Do I like those locations? How far are all those locations from where I live here in Skytook, Oklahoma? Um, I like the schedule this year, Mike. I really do. Um, you also look at what they have to eat there. Don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I certainly Google, you know, best sports bars and best cheeseburgers at each Yes. Market. Now we're you getting know. down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. You know me well. <laughs> and, and who has the coldest Miller Light? <laughs> exactly. Well, I got one right here. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to be drinking. Jenny Chesney koozie, I might add. You have to be drinking a beer if you're watching this show. That's the first thing. Guck, here's your question. What is in your CD player right now in your Tundra? Come on with it. Uh, Come on. See, went with... Uh, Jason Aldean, old boots, new dirt, new dirt, old boots, whatever it's called. Basically, he's going he's going to new places so that he doesn't have to be reminded of her, G. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so that's what you're going with right now. He's still wearing the same boots, but it's new dirt. I like that. I like it's that. It's funny because that's the same exact thing that's in Dave's CD player right now. <laughs> I think it's the lion. Yeah, not really. What I what's in your CD player? Uh, I don't even have a disc in our CD. I I think it's like Door of the Explorer for the <laughs> yeah. for the kids is is the disc. <laughs> yes. PJ Mask. Oh, PJ Mask. PJ Mask. Yeah. I don't have. Kids. I don't even know I what that is. I have a grandbaby. I don't know what that is. All right, Guck. Before we let you go, last chance. Anything you want to put G on the spot about? No. Go. No. I didn't know. Do it. 
I did not. You're getting a little bashful on me, G. Come on with it. I'll answer it. Go. I'll make it up. Just tell us real quick. I, I know that in your teenage years, you were kind of, you, well, you still are. You're kind of a gearhead, and you like your, your, your hot rods and such. But you, one of your early modifications to a vehicle, you kind of took a blowtorch to a <laughs> You want to expand on yeah, that? Yeah, I know this story. Yeah, I, I, this I, story. Uh, I drove a 76 Datsun truck all the way through high school. Primer black has really made the ladies get a little wild in the you know, parking areas. It was really nice. It had no bumpers on it. But I finally got out of school and got me a job, bought me a brand-new Ford Ranger, and I, I brought it home, and I seen in a magazine those lowriders with no tops yeah. on them. So I just took me a blowtorch and cut the top off mine, threw it out in the yard. Brand new truck. Ain't even made a payment on it. My mom and daddy about freaked out. Oh, oh my God. Brand new truck? Brand new. Had oh, never made a payment. Shit. Damn. Yeah. God. You got to have a set of balls to do that, boys. <laughs> I, had a, I had a Ranger that I put 39s on. Super Swampers. Super Swampers. I slammed this one. Dude, when I got done with it, I had a full... Uh, they called it a California hardtop. I put the kit on it. It was a full convertible. I had four 15s in the bed. I slammed it eight inches, custom painted. I did every piece of the interior, different colors, showed it. I took it to every car show, dude. I had a tilt bed on it and built the tilt bed ourselves. We didn't have the parts, so we literally took the piece. I know we took the piece of a barn gate and cut it in half to use the hinges off of it to, so I could bring the bed up and tilt it back when riding around. Wow. That's some old school mechanics, baby. Wow. Stuff rattling and falling apart. Wow. Maybe <laughs> my dad was like, you did what? He said, why is your truck top laying out here? Wow. Dude, that was some old jam. You remember that? Like That was like back in the salt and pepper days and all that. Oh, salt. yeah. <laughs> base. Now it's my hair. It used to be a rap group. <laughs> That's a true statement. Just because there's snow on the ceiling don't mean there ain't no fire in the cellar. Y'all don't get off. Y'all don't start thinking that I've lost it now. I mean, the furnace is still hot. <laughs> Listen to Guck. <laughs> That laugh is contagious. Oh, Keep it God. coming, Guck. <laughs> Keep it coming. All right, uh, Guck, we're going to let you go. Thanks for joining us, man. Cheers, Honored Guck. to be on, man. You take Honor it easy. Back. We'll see you, Guck. See you, guys. Man, uh, awesome guy. Al McGuck, an awesome guy working for our Dynamic Sponsorships. And that brings me to another thing is, you know, we talked about it a little before. The sponsors are important in everything we do. It's a big part of business. And why we're here, let's do this since we've got a couple sitting here. Uh, one of our great sponsors I mentioned earlier is TH Marine. Yes, sir. Gee, you work with these guys yeah, a lot. You got you got some cool yeah. stuff. And and here's the thing I love about a lot of this TH stuff, and I'm gonna let you talk about it. This guy looks like me. This is tricked out, practical stuff that you put on your boat that makes it more functional, more productive, and it's badass looking. These are the things I like. They're badass looking. Pieces of tricked out stuff. We've got two here we're going to highlight yep. tonight. And we've got the man with his name on it to talk yes. about it. It's, uh, what what know, do we got the here The first tonight? thing we got is the G-Force cable. It goes on a Minn Kota, goes on a motor guide. Any trolling motor you got, it's a steel cable with a rubber lining on the outside. It installs in less than five minutes. What this does, it keeps you from breaking the trolling motor rope again. No stretch, easier access up and down. We have the eliminator nut system that goes on a motor guide or a Minn Kota. It's more, it serves like a harmonic balancer on a motor of a car. It smooths the trolling motor out on the mid-speeds, and it looks cool. Looks cool. The, this little deal right here can really take a lot of vibration out of it you know but when i went to tnh you know for years they've been known for boat accessories like 
uh, OEM parts, you know, everything yeah. from boat locks and stuff that you didn't know them for. They, they, they built every boat from the little trinkets, but now, uh, Jeff Huntley stepped up and said, we want to be known on the retail side too. And they took some chances and took a big chance myself on the G force cable. And that kind of started snowballing into it. And now they've kind of come out and been a dominant force on aftermarket accessories. But you summed it up, Mike. The cool thing about it is they only make things that are practical for, like, tournament fishing that makes it easier. They don't they don't put out no crap, everything from the Kong mount uh, to the G-Force cable. There's things that anglers come to them and say, this would be better in a boat if it was like this. And yeah. they make it. To make the boat better, to make it perform yep. better. Enjoy the day better. Yeah. And uh, these these are real-life things, too. I want to – Beck, do you want to tell the story about the one and only time you fished as a co-angler in a tournament and your partner had the, the old-school regular rope trolling motor handle break on him? What happened to that dude? Did. Well – he apparently had some bad luck that tournament because I think that was a borrowed boat by the time I was out with him. And um, it was a bad day. Like, everything went wrong. The guy hated me. I knew nothing of what I was doing except Mike took me out. I knew what to throw weight-wise. You know, I only threw plastics, so I had this this box of, like, small, medium, and heavy weights. She was dialed. I didn't know, like, what that meant in ounces but i knew <laughs> based on small medium large where to throw in like different depth zones and i had my favorite worm that i called mardi gras really not called that i just like how it's purple and gold and green flecked <laughs> anyways i start catching fish and this guy's not and he's pissed He's pissed all day. So now I've got like four fish in the live well. He's got nothing. Wow. And he's back there asking me, what are you doing? I was like, well, I have this box of these different size weights. Small, medium, and large. Small, medium, and large. <laughs> Which one you want to try? <laughs> oh, he God. was so oh, mad at me. But I was oh, wow. like, I, you know. So we get to this one spot. He's like, we're gonna go, we, we got to get out of here. Because I was catching him, and he wasn't. we got to go to this other spot. So we go to this other spot. We get there. And, he, you know, neither one of us catches anything there. So he's like, all right, we got to move. And I'm like, okay. So I'm getting my stuff together at the back of the boat. And he goes to pull up the trolling motor. And with that, that rope snaps. That man does a full somersault <laughs> into the bottom <laughs> of the boat. Uh. <laughs> and I didn't, I mean, it was one of those things where you didn't want to laugh. Mm. And I didn't oh, know what you to do. Laugh. And I wanted to help him. And he's like, don't touch me. Don't touch <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Don't touch me. And were we? What we were at? A, it was an FLW Strand. FLW Strand series, the Lake Champlain. Right. Yeah. And so he'd already offended me that you know women were just being allowed into these events. And then, so I mean, it was like one of those things. At that point, I was like, dude, that was karma. I'm yeah. really sorry, but. That was big time car. But cheap, that was, cheap trolling motor rope gets you backflipped. Great, great example of why, <laughs> why that, you want the G Force cable. Why you want that thing? Don't and let that so, happen to right. you. So don't Becky, get beat by Mardi Gras and a woman with a small, medium, and large, and don't break your rope. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Hey, so Becky, did Larry Nixon catch any fish that day? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but he finally caught two, but he managed to kill all of our fish because he didn't know how to use the the live well system. Oh, man. Peach, oh. peach. Mm-hmm. Nice I'm not, not going to say who it was. Howard Hammond. Let's keep rolling. The next thing I want to do, and, and we're gonna we're gonna roll through this, and this is really cool because we've got an in studio guest to do this with us tonight. This is really great. It's a big part of the show. It's our mystery tackle box, MTB yes. unboxing. And Brian DeCarpenter, correct me if I'm wrong. 
this is really cool because these boxes aren't opened yet. And we're we're gonna officially open these boxes. We're gonna crack them open on air. Well, what we have we have um we haven't we haven't got the February boxes yet because it's what, yep. February sixth. Yes. So yes. I think they come on the tenth. Um, but we do have uh, a, a, the starter box. We cool. on the table there is, yep. is the pro box from from January. Okay. That we opened the last show that that was amazing. All right. But um. Hey, let's open a, a starter box and give right. people a taste of what's what's going on let's there. Let's do it. And and for those of you that don't know Mystery Tackle Box, there it is. This There's is, a deed wipe in there. I'm going to fall out. Look at this. this <laughs> you going to do some maintenance? Yeah. You have to show us how it's done. <laughs> I'm going to pull a little maintenance on y'all. There it goes. This is how it shows up to the house. You come home. It's sitting there on your doorstep. It's got a little seal on it. We're going to break the seal here. And we're going to take a look. And we're going to have an honest unboxing of the gear in here. And I'm going to start, I'm going to pass it to G, and then we'll pass it over to Dave, and we'll get an honest opinion of what this is. And uh, in all these boxes, here you go. You've got the the card that talks about all the baits yes. in here. Hey. And I'm looking in here, and I'm going to make it easy, and I'm going to grab this first big hard bait that I see. And I see, I see a decent bait. This is a prop bait. We're coming off the heels of a couple Florida tournaments. Yeah. Key bait in Florida. Yes, let me see that. That's there, not son. bad. That's not yeah, a bad you bait. Might, you might not get that back. That's not bad. Yeah, double prop bait. It's pro blue color. Good yeah. color. Yeah. Good bait. I like it a lot. Now, I, now that's a good grab. Now, I'm going to pass it over to you, and I'm going to ask you to look at that jig head that's on the top. And give us your honest, unbiased opinion. How of- come I'm being set up? <laughs> I feel like if this I being set up, this is a jig head. <laughs> a really big jig head. It is a big jig head. It's a flat jig head. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that thing. Well, it's a big jig head. This is uh, what we use out on the Delaware River <laughs> well, on a high tide. <laughs> when you're, when you're hooking a body. <laughs> don't want to come out of the pack. I tell you what. It's got a good hook on it because it's already caught the sack. <laughs> Not my sack, but the sack. It's what the heck to, is that thing? It's supposed to be a glider. Uh, kind of got a haircut like Skeet Reese. It's tilted back. See that? <laughs> got a lot of lean. It's the only guy I know that can come in looking better than he did going out. I don't understand that. I come in with bugs in my teeth and boogers in my face, and he looks like he come out of a magazine. <laughs> this is a crawl jig right here, 5 eighths ounce. Crawl jig? Yeah. Now that's interesting. Now that's one of the we talk about all the time, and and we talk about opening this box up and getting stuff that you would never ever see in a million years throw. throw I've never seen that though. Throw that to Dave when you guys are done, and then I, I've never there. seen that. I mean, yeah. think about that. I do this for a living, and I've never seen that. Never, I never have seen a jig head like that. And this is honestly, whether you like that jig head or not, it's a great example of what you get in mystery Dave. You're getting new stuff. I can't. I got this microphone. You wouldn't normally try. That's right. You're getting normal stuff. Becky's got to pee. So we're gonna oh, God, we're gonna pass it on over here to Dave. And Dave, do me a favor, please. We're gonna have you pull one more item from uh, from this mystery tackle box and give us your honest, unbiased opinion on on this product, if you could. And there's a lot of stuff in there too. Yeah, there's a lot. There's three or four different products in there. All right, so I got. I have Lewis and Wright. It's, it looks like a like a pack of crawl type knockoff. Let's see what this is. <laughs> well, he's tearing it up. Here he goes. 
Alright, he's, he's gonna sniff them. He's gonna sniff them. Dave's doing the unbagging now. Like you gotta look at a soft plastic. You can't just look That's at true. it through the pack. Well, yeah, you have to open the pack. Get yeah. the bag open. It's a time problem. I'm working on it, Brian. I mean, it's, you know, come I on. I mean, we're only limited here. <laughs> Alright. So, I like it. It's solid. It's a totally solid body. It doesn't, solid it's not hollow body. at all. Yeah. I like wow. this a lot. Yeah, big hook. It is way. Lewis and Wright. I like it. Lewis all right. and Wright. It's heavy. It's got some flappers on it. Got some flappers. Solid body. Might be a better punch bait. No, I definitely I like this, dude. I don't smell any scent. No, there's no scent. That's why you put liquid mayhem all over it. Right? Liquid mayhem all over it. All right, yeah. cool product. So this is uh, another great example of a box, and we're going to pass this to Brian DeCarpenter. Right. Just throw me the ones you guys use. You, you want these, huh? Yeah, I want, I want you want my flat jig head? We're, <laughs> we're going to give you some close-ups of some of these products. And, and once again, there's a lot more in here. And, man, what a, what a great way to try new stuff. What a great way to sample different colors, different shapes that you wouldn't normally use. Uh, and, and this is every month, Brian. This is showing up in your doorstep. New products coming to you. That is correct. That is correct. Okay. Awesome mystery tackle box we just opened. And go ahead and give us a close-up yes. of some of these. Yes. And then we're going to go that ahead and push on. a double prop job right there. Great-looking prop bait. Yep. Double prop bait. Little water kicker. And here is the... I still don't understand that thing. Crazy wobble-looking jig head. Yeah, that's hair. weird. Skeet Reese hair, hairdo jig head. Yeah. And then uh, let's see that plastic on there. Yeah, that is nice. I like that. Like Skeet's quaff. Great looking plastic. Solid body. Solid Lulu, body. We crawl. should get my phone, Lulu, and Periscope and see if anybody's got any questions for Ike. Oh. Get my phone off the bed. I might Periscope in uh -oh. some questions. While I we're waiting for that, Gerald, we're going to flip flop this. So off. you travel with the Lee Brothers, right? Yep. Is it hard to, like, to, get, to find a hotel with a room that has bunk beds or. Well, they little old bitty fellas. They, they, they can sleep in the car seat. I don't know if you took a good look at them. I mean, I got socks that fit around Matt's waist. They good old boys, but they little bitty fellas, you know. So, like, do their parents have you, like, administer their allowance, or how's well, this all work? I get $3 a day whether they need it or not. I mean, Jordan, Jordan will blow through his $3 pretty fast. Matt will try to invest his. <laughs> They're pretty good old boys. It was funny. I stayed with them down there at uh, Florida a couple nights this, this uh, last term. And, and, you know, you you and I camp a lot, so we don't stay in a lot of hotels. And I'm, I'm kicking it with them. Like me and Matt lay down, and I'm tired, man. I've been driving all day. And I, some wee hours this morning, I hear this, <laughs> and this alarm. And I'm like, holy crap, it's this TNH boat alarm. You know, it's going off. And. I jump up out of bed. I'm in my undies, and I fly out on the rail of the uh, hotel, and I'm running down there because I'm like, they're breaking in this boat. And I get out there, and there's nobody there. I, and I'm looking all around, and his temperature's dropped. I come back in. I'm freezing. He's like, gee, what are you doing? I'm like, man, your boat alarm's going off. And he's like looking at me like, really? And he lays back down, and it does it again. I jump up, and I said, that's it again. He goes, no, man, that's just my diabetic alarm he goes I gotta have some strawberries and I'm like huh <laughs> I, done went full, I done went full Navy Seals over some strawberries <laughs> yeah. he's just gotta have a couple sugar balances there and we'll be alright <laughs> wow pretty That's good old, pretty good old boy it's funny though man to be staying I go back and we talked about that earlier to be staying with kids that are, you know and I say kids they're young men they're in their yeah. 20s man but to see where they're at and what they know now to where we were but to be able to kind of lead them along and say, hey, man, this is some doors you might want to look yeah. down. And, 
that's kind of fun to me, dude. And 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 it instills in me why we fish, Mike. Why you and I got into it is for kind of for the love of the game. Yeah, and and they're they're a, an amazing example of what you should do right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I've seen a lot of young kids come up, and I think for me, looking at the Lee brothers. They can fish, and they're very talented fishing, but they, they do grasp and understand the promotional side yes. of it. And I, I, I'm very impressed by what those yeah, guys are doing. Very good on the, the social media side. Uh, they, they, they're just everyday guys, but, you know, and, and we talked about this. Humility with them goes a long way. Yeah. And uh, they come from a, a winning college program, and I think that's what fishing allows them. I mean, you work your way through college, it can open some doors, but they know now that you know what they got to do to keep them open but it's kind of funny to to room with somebody that young now and you know yeah i'm up drinking coffee and trying to do calisthenics and get loosened up and they just stagger out of bed and take off and i'm like y'all suck (laughs) (laughs) is there anything that they do that is is modern and new that that we don't do in our normal routines uh no no it was funny so they're not on tinder no, well, no, they're not on Tinder. <laughs> what, what I thought was funny is it was me and Matt and Jordan, and Jordan had a dog. He had his girlfriend, Kristen, uh, with him, and the dog. So now all of a sudden we're at Georgia Boys, a uh, little fish camp there. Yeah. It's me and Matt and Jordan and Kristen with a dog, and I'm like, we look like the clampets rolling in there. <laughs> we got a, a laugh pooping in the grass. We got a diabetic machine going off. Jordan's got his hat crooked standing there in his underwear. I'm like, we're a mean team right here. Like, we are so dialed in to what's going on. I, I, mean, hope, I hope somebody got a picture of that. Oh, God. It was, hey, and they, and we stayed in a house. Like, it was solid pink, and I'm like, dude, this is like some old John cougar little pink houses and they looked at me like it's what I had, I had yeah. to go back and get my ipad dude, no. and play little pink houses to show them I was like, that's like the, one of the most modern icon rock songs ever i do it all the time at work i make references and the young guys are just like what i'm like you never heard of it? it's like no I'm like, all right man well, I'm just old i'm sorry <laughs> yeah it sucks when they call you Pawpaw, though. He's like, Pawpaw G, come on. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Matt likes to call me Strang for G-Strang. Strang, come Strang. on. I'm like, come on, Strang. You I'm are like, a Pawpaw. You watch your mouth, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's late, and I'm in Jersey. I will chop a lady right now. <laughs> it's legal here. It's legal. It's legal to, right in esophagus. You, know? <laughs> you just it's can't funny, do a close fist. That whole, like, those two guys, what uh, I find neat about them is they – they truly do respect the sport and they do look up to guys and they're looking for advice and they take it they're not they're not so outside the box that they yeah. think they got it made you know they they're students of the game and it's so funny to watch them fish because they're polar opposites polar really jordan is complete uh seat of the pants wake up in a new world every day don't care matt is super super intelligent uh engineering degree just super Everything is dialed into a science. Yeah. Jordan, he leaves his rods on the front deck. It rains all night. And I'm like, Jordan, with Sturgeon Bay, I'm like, what about them rods? He goes, they were wet when we come in, so they'll be all right in the morning. <laughs> Just leaves them on the front deck all night. <laughs> oh, know? man. It, I I, I yeah. actually admire people that can do that. Yes. Dude, I cannot do He it. still Dude, brings I, his rods in the room. I, I did that for years and years and years. Dude, I, I admire people oh. that can do that, but it eats me up. I, I, I can't do I it. I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm just jealous because I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't retie nothing. Oh, he my God. And nothing's retied. He comes oh. and he's like, I got 19 pounds. Okay. 
<laughs> sounds like sounds like Junior, doesn't it? It sounds like Junior a lot. Just yeah. just fishing off intuition. The big, the big show strategy is, is it was good enough for the last cast today. It's good enough for the first cast tomorrow. Yeah. He asked me that every time. He said, did you think he was going to break off on the last cast today? I said, no. He said, then you won't break off on the first one right. tomorrow. I love oh, wow. it. I love that. Strategy. I love that. That's I can't really do it. Strategy. I'm like, I though. I got to spool it off there put some new stuff on there. It's a good show. Delaware River? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Brian, did you have something? I was just going to say, uh, I, I uh, believe I saw one of your videos. You guys have Weimaraners. Yes, we have a 10-year-old Weimar. 10 and a half, ain't he, huh? He'll be 11 in June. Have a t- uh, yeah, a wine named Myrick, and we have a uh, Irish Shorty Jack Russell that is uh, almost a ten and a half, eleven months. What's uh, the wine's name? Myrick, the road that we live on. Myrick. Myrick. Mine's name. I have a wine named Steve. Really? How old is he? Steve the dog. Steve's uh, eight, going on nine. Yeah. Best dog ever, right? Best dog ever. Yep. Yeah. This dog yeah. sleep sleep on the covers where you lay in your lap. With you. Riding the truck to California in the back seat and never stand up, just lay there the whole yep, time. Yeah, yeah, loyal to to the to the to end. The, to the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very just much of just a I call them a 75 pound couch decoration. Yeah, that's about mine's probably about 90. Yeah, just a couch decoration. Yeah. Same yep. routine every night. Goes to bed at eight o'clock before we do. He'll go get in the bed <laughs> every night at eight o'clock. He goes and gets in the bed. And yep. Steve pretty much sleeps all day and night. Mark does too. He yeah. requires he's, a lot of sleep. He's requiring a lot more of these. Sleeping days. his life away. Yeah. Now, is, it, is this your first dog, or have you had other ones? Uh, we had a men pen uh, when her and I uh, met. She had a men pen, and we had cricket for several years. And then uh, I bought good. her Mark for her birthday. Good uh, move. And carried her to uh, carried it, carried her to the airport, and she thought I was surprising her by carrying her on a trip, and she didn't have nothing packed, and I had. I had Whitney and I, our daughter, had bought a plane ticket and flew Myrick into Birmingham, went and picked him up as a puppy. So that's wow. love at first sight for them, too. They're still together. That's See, awesome. I had one for 12 awesome. years, had to put her down, and I, I, I can't get another. It's like I just I, I won't. Like, as people, we wouldn't have children if we had to bury them every nine or ten years. We oh just wouldn't. Yeah, and I you get it. these pets, that's, and they become part of your family. That's what and Leanne you, says. She said, you know? I don't know if yeah. I could get another wine. Nah, know? I'm not doing it ever again. Yeah, I'll Beck, never Beck, put myself and the family through that ever again. Becky uh, actually has said that same thing that you uh, mentioned about her last, though. Uh, the same thing. Just don't yeah. want to put herself through it. Nah, my guy. I, the only thing that, that cured me of, of losing my last one was getting a new one. Yeah, and I heard that. Uh, just it is. Just if we wouldn't have had, if we wouldn't have had Myrick when the men pen passed away, we wouldn't have made it. Mama, right. she went like three days without brushing her teeth, just laid in bed. <laughs> but I'm I, dead. I, I thought I was like, she's not going to make it. Yeah, I grieve more for this dog yeah. than I have like anything else in my life, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's bad. It's horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. But like the pets, that's kind of like when we travel as a family, man. When we come in that room and shut that door, that's my getaway. Yeah. Me and the two dogs pile up on the camper in the bed, and we just sit there with Mama and watch TV. That's like you go from two different worlds. Yeah. From Ike the Angler to you're sitting there going, I'm back at home. I'm Absolutely. That's a good place to go to. What do you got, Bri? Uh, we've had a lot of requests uh, to hear, hear Gerald tell us about stomping, romping, driving in the Northeast. And, uh, mm. and then yeah. uh, anything about the Delaware River? Maybe yeah, yeah. So we lines. did have the one. So we had Shane Ison on Facebook. Mike, if you could ask G, why did he start calling the Delaware River the Delanar River at last year's <laughs> tournament? 
this just to piss bass off. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason, man, just to piss bass off. That's an awesome reason. I, I liked it. I just thought it was a cool way to say the Delano. It just sounded, it sounded so, so high end, the Delano River. You know, uh, which led me to driving around the Delano. And then they got pissed because I did that update when I said, here's what's going on at the Delano River crickets. <laughs> I remember that. Nothing. I mean, nothing. Yeah. And I had a guy said, man, you shouldn't have said that. I was like, you want me to make up that I'm getting bites? Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't catch them. <laughs> I didn't say somebody wasn't going to catch them. I said, I'm not catching them. Yeah. You know? It was, a, and that was, that was a brutally tough event too, man. That was, that was one of the ones where you're not getting a million bites. You know? No. No, and you know, and it. you, but you caught him. I made it. I made a check, dude. I don't know how. I, I talked to one of your marshals. I can't remember. I think it was like your second day marshal, and he 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 recounted the experience you had, and you stuck with an area, and finally, like in a short window, you caught some off these poles or something. One fence post. Fence post. One fence post. Yeah. What was I, the deal with that? I had one fence post, man, and it's like when the tide would get to a certain level. I could mess around in there and get a bite or two, but for that, yeah. whatever reason, when the tide got right, all the fish in that creek wanted to be on that pole, and it just shows you what uh, guys are willing to do. They can make, my granddad said, they can make chicken salad out of chicken crap. Yeah. You know, they'll sit on that pole till something happened, and it's one of them deals. I knew better than to run anywhere because I didn't have nothing. Right. So I just grinded it out in an area. You'd have been proud just around and around. Just stayed. You knew there was where, where were you? Up the, I was up from takeoff about 10 or 12 miles in the back of a creek, man, just some random creek. Yeah. I don't even know the name of it. Yeah. That's how I fish. I just run around. And it was I weird. don't know the name of half the stuff I fish. The Shamity, maybe? 10 Could 12 be. miles? Yeah. Had a bridge in it. Could be in the Shamity. The Shamity's uh, got one in the back. Uh, the Shamity has a bridge up in the rapids, though. Yeah. Now, this is a creek off to the left. Had a little bridge in it. That might have been the Chamonix then. Might have been. Might have been. Uh, Brian, what, what else we got? Beck, do you want to uh, do you want to shoot some IMs? Do we have some IMs, uh, recent IMs that you want to put through? Beck's been on the can. Oh, Beck had to go potty. Yeah. On the can. <laughs> oh, you had to check on the babies. Okay. Yeah, it's the same. That's code for I got a potty. Okay. <laughs> let's let's do this, Brian. I want to give you a heads up here. I'm not going to put you on the spot now. When you get a chance, let's start looking we're at set, some... Okay. We're, set, we're setting up on that now. We're setting up. Okay, we're going to start looking at some of the hashtag Watch Ike Live photos that were right. submitted tonight. Yeah. And what we're going to do, since we have very special guest, G, you're going to select the winner. I will pick them, baby. We're going we're gonna to pick the winner. Yeah. G's going to pick the winner. Yeah. Let me cross my legs so and, I'm not the only one. And we're going to yeah. put up a... <laughs> Non-metro hey. in the room. Yeah, you're safe. I can't do it. Uh... We're going to put up about half a dozen photos, Brian. We're going to put up and let G select the, the winner. And if it's a good enough photo, I might even throw in a freshly signed pair of dicky coveralls. Wow. With a stick-on bass patch. Whoa. Looking like Lamont from Sanford and Son. I'm talking Working at the car wash. Working at the car wash, man. Oh, here we go. We're doing the spiral. It's starting to come. Sanford Hours is creeping up on My fault. All right. Let's do this. We do a segment here on Ike Live. And Dave, do you want to handle the rapid fire 
questions tonight for G? Oh, yeah, on. certainly. Yeah, Let's do that. So we do this segment. And, Love it. And we'll put you on the spot a little bit. Did Hunter Schrock pass this rapid fire? He fast? he did okay. I think he, he had okay. like a C plus or, yeah, or a B minus. That's, that's the best you're going to get out of 496 fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got a bone to pick with that dude yeah, too, man. You do. Did me dirty. Oh, we'll <laughs> talk about it later. Tell no. Talk about it right now. Yeah, All wait right. a minute. Let's talk about that. So what we're talking about, for those of you that have been watching the progression of Going Ike, the new web series, Show 2, Episode 2, aired last Friday, and this happened to be the show that you and I filmed, Dave, which was on the Salem Canal, and we had a lot of positive responses from that, but you have a negative response from this video. So, people that have been watching the show, they know that, uh, you know, four or five months ago, I was at 270. I'm down to like 246 now, so, you know, losing weight, but... Guys will know that they're getting heavy, right? Guys know that they're overweight. You look at yourself, you don't look the same. But there is no cold water slap in the face like watching yourself walk in slow motion from a side profile. <laughs> and fucking Hunter had me walk in slow motion. I look. I swear, Old Country Buffet could have used it for a commercial, like me walking to the gravy line, just like, ugh, gravy. You know what I mean, dude? I was just like, oh, my God, of all the shots, he's got me... Profile, walking in slow motion, oh. sideways, and it's Dirty. just from like belly to chin. It ain't even I that. saw that, dude. <laughs> it's horrible, it's man. Straight Oprah Winfrey height. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up. It's Oprah. He hit me, man. He hit me good, dude. He, he hit me good. Yeah, and, I, I, and you know what? I had a, I, I was suspicious because we had. <laughs> We had an MMA fighter here, and we had a mat set up in the backyard, and Hunter did a little thing where he videoed us, and he videoed us walking slow motion to the mat, but he videoed us from the front, and I wasn't happy with that either, because I looked just <laughs> as bad, but I mean, not as bad, bad, but I, and, then, and then I saw, as soon as I saw the video, I was like, in the first 20 seconds, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta watch it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Little. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I said, you know what, man? If we do this next year, I will be able to walk slow motion. I am not gonna. <laughs> I, so any guy, if you if you want to know how you look, get your camera, get whatever camera you got, set it on slow motion, HD, walk by it, and see how mo. you look. Yeah. If you're all right with it, then you're probably not fat. Hey, honey, if I put on an extra 10, what I look like? A big rope with a knot tied in the middle of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big old rope with a yeah. double overhand yeah. and Windsor right in the middle of it. That's about what I look wart. like. Yeah. <laughs> like I got a wart. <laughs> I've got the gut going. Fat, oh. got fat Ike's going to come right. out. All right. So, so we got, rapid got a new fire. crankbait coming out called Fat Ike. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide wobbler. Thick uh. cover runner. It's gut. <laughs> All right, so we're going to launch this segment, Rapid Fire Questions, with Mr. Gerald Swindle. Dave, at your leisure, go ahead. Is it true that the recent albino Sasquatch sighting in Alabama was really Aaron Martin's jogging in a nude? No, it was not. It was my <laughs> granny, and she was not in the news. She was wearing white stockings going to the church barbecue. <laughs> oh, man. Why is everybody laughing? I'm sure it was a church barbecue. Thank you for the All right. In your opinion... What has done more to set bass fishing back? The Senko, the A-Rig, 
Skeet Race's Ridiculous Yellow Costumes or FLW's website? <laughs> well, that's a great question. Because I got on their site the other night. Woo! <laughs> Brian, what did I tell you? Hey, and they ain't the only one with a struggling site. I'm going to give all y'all watching tonight heads up. Put the standings up. Put the standings up. Put the up. damn standings up. Right on front. I want to dig around for the standings. Yeah. The sure. only thing going on on FLW is the Okeechobee tournament. Yeah. Standings. I couldn't find it. Now, I think the Slinko. If you had an A-rig with nine Cinco's on it, it would have been paralyzing to the sport. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a slow-sinking A-rig. Just let it sit. Suspending. <laughs> suspending rig. Yeah, dead sticking an A-rig. Yes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead sticking a nine floater. <laughs> it would co- think about how much it would cost. $700. Two packs of Cinco's and A-rig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, FLW. I called Brian on the first night of the weigh-ins. I said, Brian, how's your patience right now? He's like, not good. I'm like, because, dude, if you can find where the results are, you know what I dude, mean? Like, more power it, to you. It is so bad. It's so – dude, it's terrible. It's terrible. terrible I wound bad. up on I a page that just had all the anglers in their states. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't even care. So, well, the, the, the weird drain thing, that place. The weird thing I can't figure out <laughs> is no matter where I click. And today, I wanted I wanted to find out if Bradley was still winning. Let's see if he was blowing out. And no matter where I clicked, I could click on different stories, different links. It would always take me to the photo of David Dudley with his junk hanging out. Yes. <laughs> now, what the hell is up with that? I don't want to see Dudley's bird. No, no. Chicken coop. I don't want to see it. <laughs> what would Dudley say about that? How, how would he say it? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I had no underwear. <laughs> I got nine children, bro. <laughs> children have my drawers, huh? Dudley don't care. Well, what would Chris Jones say about it if he saw it? <laughs> <laughs> All teeth. I like to praise the Lord about watching. Hey, me and Jesus, his joke is hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> got his wiener hanging out in his jaws. Elizabeth. He's got his trophy and his wiener. <laughs> he won the championship on a Cinco. Oh, my God. So we actually had a, um, oh God. I, I had a, uh, a Facebook question. <laughs> These questions didn't come very fast. I no. thought them off. No, you ready? <laughs> no problem at all on that. I thought I, I thought I was going to get slow fire now. So Ian West wants to know, what would you describe your accent as? Redneck? Hillbilly or swamp people? I call it metrosexual there, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Means I could date somebody's mom or be married to a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> I could go coon hunting and run for a politician position. <laughs> My wife's got a worse accent than I got. <laughs> yeah, but she's got blonde hair and talks like that. That's yeah, like get away that's with next it. level. Yeah, I'm, that's just, next I'm, level. I'm, just, I'm just a redneck. Ian. My bad. I'm just a redneck. <laughs> I did have a guy ask me on my Facebook the other day, why you talk like it? I said, I don't know. I don't know. Girls around here are like, yo, I need some water. I need some water. water. It's Saturday and I'm so thirsty for water. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great 
You know what I mean? South Jersey, yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, man. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> and they'll never go anywhere their whole life. <laughs> their entire life. The biggest trip they'll go on is 20 miles from where they grew up. To the up. Jersey Shore. To yeah. the Jersey Shore. But don't forget to bring your towel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm redneck. I, I'm just redneck. Oh. I wish I was redneck. <laughs> it fits in everywhere. Oh. All right, what else we got, Dave? No, well, that, that's pretty much it. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Rapid wow, fire. we let you off easy. No, with the you got any for Mike? Oh, I got plenty for Mike. <laughs> Mike, at what time during the day in that 2000-something classic on Grand Oklahoma in that pocket down there on the right with them rocks tapered off behind that pier, did that dog sash you up to send you to that next level? <laughs> did you see him do something, or was it, I mean, can you confirm or deny that he did something? Man, that dog was in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> victim of circumstance. He was a victim of circumstance, Mike, man. that time down at Sabine River, did you feel like side image and led you up in them cypress <laughs> Or did, you, or did you feel like it was a new place to go? Or did you prematurely go in and wait for the tide to come to you? That's your strategy. Um, I, I didn't want to out him, but I'm going to have to do it now. Uh, since I was doing so poorly in that event, I had an email that night from Lance Peck that said, pull it into the woods, let's get the photo. It says, Toyota, let's yeah, go places. Yeah. Just get, get the Toyota high and dry on the swamp roots and let's get out of there, right? You really stroked him on day one. Give let's your co-angler a mouthpiece and a helmet. Yeah. That's like sponsoring to do the MMA fight. You know he's going to lose with his butt up in the air and you got it written on his butt. You know you're going to get exposure. It's coming. He's going to tap out. Man, just some basic questions I had. <laughs> They're good ones. Now, i got to tell you something, though. This brings up something, which is I you beat me in a lot of things over the years, a lot of events. You've got some titles I don't have. You've, you've won a lot of events that I haven't won. But I've got one thing on you, Jay. I have more disqualifications than you have. No, yeah. Hey, I was trying I to have r- more. You do have more. I tried to rally you on one. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what I got DQ'd for, but I rallied you on one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, like, now, I do hold the record for winning Angler of the Year zero in the same classic. That can't, I mean, that's a hard one to be broke. Wow. I'm the first Angler to ever win a million dollars without winning an event. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's some good ones. I got some stuff that don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Some stuff that don't matter. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you might have went home early, but hey, I zeroed in front of a lot of people oh, with a trophy that says I was good. <laughs> <laughs> that year, don't you know there was some kid driving home picking his nose, going, "Mama, he was supposed to be the best, and he didn't catch one." <laughs> I know. He's not real good. Yeah, after God me. forbid it would happen the year before for you. It yeah. happened that year. No, it dude. happened that year. I mm. just like I didn't get, I didn't catch any. My poor wife's looking at me going, I said, I got to She said, I said, yeah, zero. She's like, 20. I was like, no, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Two, zero. Yeah. She said, I said, no, zero. I call that dancing with a donut. Yeah, but I would just have her say sweet tea. I heard her say that at the bar, and it's still yeah, in my head. Sweet tea. <laughs> Y'all, awesome. sweet like, tea. Sweet tea. And I was just like, wow. That, that's Y'all, cool. sweet tea. We need some of that around here. Yeah. <laughs> Need some y'all sweet tea. It's iced tea up here, but I mean, we need sweet tea up. Y'all need some. <laughs> they need some y'all. Yeah. Oh my god. We need, we need heavy y'alls here. Yeah. Uh, Brian Carver, let's. Uh, we've been stalling on this all night, but uh. I now that we're several in, I I want to bring to light 
the beer of the night. We highlight a beer on every show. And, man, we're drinking some amazing beer tonight. Dave, yeah. I want to get you to chime in on this because yeah, no I see you've been down it too. Yeah. Uh, Sierra Nevada, and we've tried some different beers tonight. Tell us a little bit of what you drink. What are you drinking, Dave? So, what kind? Uh, waiting for my cold medicine and Red Bull to kick in. Yeah. I started off easy with the, with their Pilsner, the Nooner. This yeah. Is, this is it's a hot dog and burger beer, right? Yeah. Not, not 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 nothing spectacular, but it's good. It's delicious. Yeah. Then I switched over for the last three to their extra IPA, the the uh, the Torpedo. This stuff's good. This actually first time I've ever had this, and uh, this is delicious. I, I like it, man. I'm drinking the Pale Ale tonight. It, it's awesome. Uh, man, excited to be drinking this stuff tonight. And uh, shout out to the Sierra Nevada guys, uh, Corey Ross, Sean Anderson. They're fans and, and fish heads that work at the brewery. Uh, th- thanks for the beer. Uh, we, we're enjoying it. We're loving it. Brian DeCarpenter, would you agree? I didn't hear you, but try it again. I like yeah. beer. Okay, you do like beer. Uh, let's see. What do we got here, Bryce? See you queuing up something. Or we're going to take a look now at some of the submissions for the contest tonight. What was the contest? And the contest is we wanted you to submit a photo of yourself through any of our social media outlets. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, using the hashtag WatchIkeLive. And we're looking for the funniest photos of yourself or your family or yeah, your that, friends. That last one looked like the law firm of Blinkowitz and Schwartz. And uh, we're we're gonna bring up some of these right now. And Brian, let's let's uh, and we're gonna let G pick. Pick them. And by the way, I think the prize now. And I'll let G. Yeah. Uh, say this. You get a jersey signed by Ike and myself, a Toyota hat, and a nice pair of red. Wow. Coveralls. This is a grand prize. You can work on your grandfather's tractor or go fishing in my. Wow. Outfit. It doesn't matter. This is amazing. Express okay. oil change is hired. All right. So let's start looking at some of these. Uh, All right. There's some okay ones coming through. That, I like the yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon. I just killed one. someone right there. What do we got right here? I All just right. killed someone. <laughs> I'm taking a selfie in the bathroom. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. What's the, look at the calendar girl in the yeah, back with the, the, with the tatas the uh, swinging. Wow. Hey. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I think they're naked. Wait, there's... Well, the Mountain Dew. Oh, he's got the Mountain, got the Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Oh, you cheating. Nice tie that's uh, Glinkowitch Schwartz yeah, Law he, Firm right there. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Glinkowitch Schwartz. Glinkowitz. That's Joby. That's Joby from Hummingbird right there. Oh. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That is Joby. Yeah. Joby from Minnesota. Where's he at? Wow. Minnesota. I think, yeah. Minnesota hanging out with his girl. Minnesota. He works the service truck for Hummingbird. It's critical. <laughs> it's critical. You get all these bass guys lines. with you their gotta, broken stuff. Shout out to Joby. Yeah, you're going to work those weed lines with those Berkeley power crabs. Throw them jigs. You got to get those jigs in the weeds. All right, give us some more, Brian. Give us some more. you have any Shamano. more to peel through here? I can't hear you back. Sorry. The one that came up on the IM feed, the flipping strip, I don't know how I, I show that to you guys. We have to figure that out. But Yeah, it's probably the, it's probably the winner. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Well, they're, they're 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 playing flip and strip. Uh, it's co-ed. Right click and send to your email. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, give us a minute, man. We're going to bring up the Twitter because there were some good ones on Twitter. Okay, we're going to keep we're going to keep looking. Twitter. I saw we saw about four or five there, but I didn't see any stunners. Did you, Jay? Not. I mean, Joey's <laughs> hair is handsome, but I, I you know, <laughs> I'm not going to give him the prize yet. <laughs> nah, we we need more entries. All right, now we've got. Uh, I've got. While we're waiting here for Brian to queue up some of that stuff, I do have a couple more things. And we had a note about.
The Walmart boots. Yes. Gee, do you want to talk about Walmart yes. boots a little bit? I found myself down there at Toho Palacamus fishing a tournament that's about 17 below zero. Mickey and Minnie was building a fire this last week. <laughs> it rained about 64 inches on day one. I didn't have my rubbers. Went down to Walmart. Decided I was going to buy me a pair of rubber boots. So I don't know if you shopped at Walmart for rubber boots. They tie them together because apparently that's a hot shoplifted item. <laughs> so that means you can't mismatch. If you get them tied together and one's 11 and one's a 12, well, that's what you're going to wear that day. Well, all I had to pick from was those two boots. And my right one was so tight it was choking my foot out. It looked like Oprah's feet and a big old pair of stockings. And my corn on the inside of my right foot was killing me. And I couldn't feel my toes and my left foot. If I'd have took off running, I'd have threw it up in the woods. It was about a 13. So there I fit mismatch all day. One numb and just one flopping around. So every time I'd jump up for the trolling motor, I'd leave one boot up under the console. One foot, it was numb. I was just kind of flopping around. Oh, man. They weighed about 74 pounds. My right thigh is huge from picking that one boot up all day. About $49. Oh. I, hey, I got a slightly oh. used pair of rubber boots if anybody's got an offset foot. 12 on your left, yeah. 11 on your Lost right. Toes. I got some awesome toe boots for you. That sounds like a Brody eBay item to me. I, trust me, I started to sign them and send them up there. These are the boats, the boots that choked off my whole right foot during the toe hole event. <laughs> I, I understand now why women rush home to take their brassiere off, because that's the way I felt about that boot at the end of every day. I could not wait to get to my hotel room <laughs> to kick it off and just sit there and look at it. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, Oh, shoot. I think Dave wear, still wears Walmart boots every day right now. Actually, my work boots are a pair of black Walmart boots. Are they really? Yeah. You to this day? You can't get two boots the same at Walmart. Nah. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cause they get beat. We go through them quick. I'm not going to, you know, we, we beat them up quick. So. Yeah. Dave's work boots goes there. Brian, we have an update on the fights from JT? Uh, no, nah, I haven't really been able or... to lock in on that. The, lock, uh, the fight at the locks are we talking nah, about? Nah, the UFC <laughs> fight on right now. Oh, the slap fight? Who's fighting tonight? I'm My, uh, yes. Actually, probably the best shot, best uh, entrants are, are on Twitter, but we don't know how to get into your account right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. All right, well, we'll figure it out. we got oh, a little more time to show. All right, hang, hang tight, hang Hold tight. Hold on, I got skills. I got this one through. Okay, oh, what is that? Cropping is that a chick? Is that oh, Johnny Hendricks who's fighting oh. tonight? Relax, everybody. Oh, here Just we everybody go. Everybody relax. Whoa, well, hang hey. on. Whoa. Hey, now. Can, Can that picture a chick wearing that, a dude wearing that bra? That's some stuff. Can that picture go up? Hang tight. Wow. I see Ike live in the back. I see right. it live. Get his plumber's crack out of there. I see a butt crack. They're playing flipping strips. Does he even have an ass? Wow. It's like a back with a crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Like a karate chop right in his back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like a meat, meat cleaver. I like this nah, one. This, that, definite that, a can- this is a candidate. If I was... Gerald Swindle, I, I, this would be probably one of the better ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gerald Swindle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm digging the hat. Yeah, we got. He's got jerk baits on his hat. Looks like yeah. some oh, And uh, there was yeah. work put in. He bends over and gets that back hook in the crack of that butt. He's gonna think flipping strip. Put a whole new meaning to hangle and dangle. Is that like a mouthpiece hanging over there on the left? Well, that's we'll break out and fight afterwards. I don't know. Yeah, he's, I wouldn't right. show that crack. Of, I, I wouldn't even show that butt if I had that butt though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, there's the commitment. I think he wants to win. I say that might be close to our winner that's, right there. That's Somebody good. don't come I, up I think with we should see a couple. Oh, more. look at this! What oh, the? there you go. What is that? 
So no. father and son and father the and son watching like live in the bathtub. In the bathtub. So, wow. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Might even Are have an under electrocution. Or? Uh, no, it's wireless. Oh, it's wireless. Okay. It's just batteries. Okay. Hang tight. Give me a. We're doing this. Just oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of these as you're as you're bringing them up. I don't have. I got to tell you, it's funny as some of these and creative as these guys are on IM, because I'm sometimes on the IM board. I'm disappointed in the pictures. There's a lack of creativity. Well, that's a good one. Did Down, you see the Bri. one with the Christmas tree, Bri? I can't see this one. Nah, not good, Bri. It's a lot of glare, Bri. I know. I'm trying. Oh, it's a video. What's he got, a drunk? Oh, he's ice fishing? <laughs> no, he's, he's ice fishing. Oh, an auger. He's got an auger. Yeah. That's Eon West from Fear Fishing. Oh, okay. And, uh... We got this guy. Yeah, I'll call that an auger. Where I live, that's called a fence. I see a there. drum kit in the background. I think he's in his studio. Oh, that's yeah. Shannon from Missile. Ah, okay. Uh, that guy looked. That's uh. We got we got our boy JT Bagwell watching the fights. Mm-hmm. Nice. We need an update immediately. He's got all kinds of activity. He's got laptops and screens yeah, this, this the size pretty of rudimentary a wall. Here. All right, a lot of submissions. We are so ghetto. How the hell don't we have this ability? I have no idea. Oh, wait, I have no idea what we're doing. What are you talking about? Mike, you got here 10 minutes before the show. <laughs> oh, I know. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to get I logged was, into I your accounts. It was early. All right. Let's let's do, why we're, why we're peeling through this, let's do a couple more questions. Got another one on Instagram. Oh, hold on. We got one more. We got one more entrant okay. here. <laughs> that might be the winner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that Jufro, dude. That cow with Jufro. <laughs> That's solid. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right. We got another one here on Instagram from Martin Gruen. And Martin Gruen wants to know, gee, have you ever been involved in an on-the-water dust-up with Russ Lane? <laughs> no, not really. We've, we've had we've had some disagreements, but me and Russ is like tight. <laughs> me and Russ has had one disagreement, but I'm gonna tell you, Russ is one of them guys that got a lot of respect for. If he if Russ feels like he's in the wrong, he'll come back and myself. So Russ and I, for the once we bumped in, uh, we 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 cool. Me and Russ go way back. He's my boy. Gotcha. Cool. There you go, Martin Gruen. There's the answer. There to you that. go, Martin. <laughs> Martin knows something other folks don't Martin. know. He must have been a Martin, Marshall. you need to go to bed. <laughs> well, on the water does Look, at that's a young picture of Mark Zona applying for a show. <laughs> Z-Man! Z-Man back yeah, in the Z-Man. day, Z-Man. baby. Yeah, headshot resume. Yeah, huh? Z-Man's uh, resume. Zona. a man poops. Gee, gee, what's wrong with that picture? Uh, Count the ways. Count the ways. I mean, look at it. It's I mean, open. so let's start with the welding glasses. How about the kung fu grip? You know, breaking, <laughs> He's kind of holding it. Breaking a two-pound smallmouth's well, face. You know, you got to get mean with them big ones. Uh, <laughs> man, All right, man's got hair. I'm not messing with him. All right, I've got, I've got one other serious thing. We're getting, we're getting toward the end here, but I do want to talk about this real quick. So, going back about, uh, about a month. Um. Rick Klun posted an article on Bassmaster.com and talked about getting help. It was a big, big thing we talked about in here a show or two ago. And uh, as a little uh, satire to that, about a week later, I posted, I made a post and said, "Hey, can any does anybody have any information on Winya Bay? Where should I fish?" And dude, they ate me alive on there. Dude, the hate emails I got. 
I was being sarcastic. The hate emails I received were unbelievable. People are stupid. But <laughs> but this brings up this point, which is... I thought it was kind of smart. Yeah. We were going to do it. I, there said, you hey, go. I was like, hey, that's kind of a good idea. He's fishing in a big pond now. There you go. So l- l- let me get your take on it. This whole help controversy, as long as it's legal before the 30 days, is there anything wrong with getting help? There's nothing, I, there's nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, I, I've told my wife as I drive away from tournaments, I'm just jealous, and I'm just hating because I, I don't have the time with uh, sponsor commitments and deals. I just don't have the time to do that, and it's just jealousy on my part. I'm just mad because I can't do it, and and when I do get a little bit of help, I don't use it well. Right. I don't fish well. Uh, I said, so I'm just hating. I, as long as it's doing in, in legal. Hey, let them do it, man. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, I hate it. it. I mean, Brian, I, you hate it? I hate it. I hate it, but yeah. as long as it's legal. Uh, bait your own damn hook, man. You're supposed to be professional. You're supposed <laughs> to bait your own damn hook. <laughs> there it goes. Put Stop fishing with there your phone. Get I, out there I'm and the figure same. it out. I, I'm the guy that's like, I'm just going to figure it out on my own, and I take some butt whippings. Yeah. So, you know, and the few times that I've got help, it's, it hasn't been uh, really good for me, you know. Uh one or two guys, uh, I talked to Michael O'Neill one time that fishes FLW about uh, fishing offshore one time, and that kid actually helped me. I mean, he told me some things that, that was interesting, but out of all the years, you know, you just don't get a lot of help that was dialed in. For, right. for me, I don't fish it well. I think you give me 200 waypoints, I wouldn't catch them. So I know what Rick's saying, he's going to try that, and it sounds good in theory, yeah. But it ain't easy just to catch somebody else's fish. You have to kind of train yourself. And we got guys that are very good at it. Yeah. I'm just mad because I ain't one of them. Yeah. I, I tell you, we, we talked about it when the Del- when the tournament came to Delaware. Delanar. Delanar. Delanar, yeah. It, you know, we have, you know, we have the inner so- circle here of people from fishing here so long. And it really hit home in that one to me on how many guys are getting help. And not it's crazy. I, it's crazy, and I honestly can tell you that seventy guys, sixty to seventy guys, for sure in the Delaware River, had major assistance in that tournament. Did that surprise you, Dave? When we when we figured that out, that that many guys were out here getting help from people, yes. Yes, it did it surprise did. you. Number one, because I was ignorant to the actual rules of when there's cutoffs and all that stuff. And two, I just didn't think that many guys at the professional level would rely on like, I don't know, I just I just didn't think it existed. Right. But it does. Right. And it was there was actually there's a there's a New Jersey bass fishing thread and it was like a, uh, it was funny because it said like who, you know who's going to be the first guy that gets reached out to you yeah. know, and it's anyone who was on social media and Warren Wolk was the first one to get reached out to. Right. And it was like six months out, man. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's going on, man. I talked to guys that. Uh, uh, a guy, uh, Britt Myers, knows some guys that live down at uh, where we're headed at the PD River. And he said it's insane how many people are beating those guys' door down trying to find out something. Yeah. You know, uh, I, 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 my heart says catch your own fish, do your own deal. But as long as they're not breaking the rules and they allow them to do that, I got to accept it. Right. Agreed. Agreed. You know, yeah. but... I wish we couldn't get any help for a year. I, you know, I, I wish all that. But as long as they're within the rules, just do it. You know, yeah. and then I got to gamble that that maybe I can beat you doing it. I'd like to see it black and white, just to eliminate it all. 
You're not allowed to ask for help. You're not allowed to fish with nobody. That's it. It's such a hard rule to enforce. No, but hard at least it's police. there. At least it's there. And, yeah. and, and, and if you and if you violate, then you're in violation. You may never get caught, but at least the rule is there. Right. Or don't. The, Keep the it the MLS way it is. tries to do some of that, but even they've had trouble with it. I know. They just had a guy recently had to back out of Okeechobee because he went fishing with somebody he wasn't yeah. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Honey, yeah. get, get me some help. <laughs> and some good help. <laughs> I imagine the results are somewhere on that website about today. What happened? Who the hell knows? Yeah. Who the hell knows? There's no telling. I text, we'll Rob, I text Rob Newell and I said, hey, they're going to need some help on that website. It used <laughs> to be outstanding. Yeah. When it, everything was just like bold print underlined results, bang, you were there. Yeah. And then there was a tab to drop down whatever you wanted. Now, oh my God, it, it's, it, it, I mean, I don't want to bash them. I mean, that's what I fished, but damn, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I just go, like, if I get frustrated, I'll just go to like. Notice he says frustrated. Frustrated. <laughs> frustrated. I'll just go to Wired to Fish or something. Yeah. The results up. Yeah, you got to go elsewhere. That's bad. Ike is really reading some. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get some good ones. I, I, I'm. There's five or six here from Facebook that are asking all the same things. They're saying, "Gee, what event are you looking the most forward to in 2016?" PD River. PD River. Yep. And it's because it's more of a clean slate. Clean slate. Uh, it's not going to be a tote fest. A lot of variables. Way. I like river system style fishing. Uh, I like where a man could 12 pound, 13 pound have a chance to win. Uh, PD River. I don't know how to spell it. I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> I, had, I had to get my wife to try to type it in so I could find the weather part. So I'm really on that game. So my wife will tell you today on the airplane, I was like, I can't even spell it close enough to figure out where the daggum weather is. Wow. But I, I like that tournament. Now, now, do you plan on trying to get there to scout for a few days? I was uh, going to try to go right after Toho, uh, but according to the internet, uh, like I looked at it and it said the river was like 16-1 and going to rise nine, eight or nine feet in, in six or eight days, and I was like, that's going to be a waste. Yeah. Uh, worst comes to worst, man, I just won't go. I would love to go at least navigate it. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what nobody says. That's going to be an early tournament in the year that's going to destroy somebody's season you could oh yeah, it's going it? to I, yeah. where is it mike oh it's yeah. going to it's uh so it's in south carolina and it's uh it's charleston tra- charleston area georgetown area it's a georgetown. very very unique setting because it's a lot like um a lot like orange texas or a lot like the louisiana delta where you have access to thousands of miles of waterway it's really interesting so dude our off limits Really interesting. You ready for this? We can't lock, but we can fish anywhere in South Carolina waters. So, dude, if you look at the state of South Carolina and you launch at Georgetown and you can get to it via the intercoastal or the Atlantic Ocean, you can fish it. It's crazy. So is, it's beyond it's beyond the Santee? It's basically the rivers and stuff that there, drain down from... There's going to be a lot of our guys try to, you know, try to get to the Santee. Uh, 120, 130 mile run. They're gonna try to get to the Santee, even get way up it. Yeah. Yep. Toward toward Santee. The, the Santee River, the Cooper River, yeah. the Petey. There's there's you. a lot of rivers that can you Petey know find down there. Petey Pablo from North Carolina, <laughs> Freakily. He had three number one hits. Went home and smoked <laughs> weed and come back. You ask me how I know that. I'm just a music guru. I I know stuff about music I shouldn't know. He had three number one hits that ain't never coming back. I got it made. 
Last shirt was taking a shirt off, waving around your head like a helicopter, and went home, said, I ain't got to come back. True fact. Never, ne- hey, you've never heard of me again on the radio, have you? Three number ones, right back to North Carolina, said, I'm done. Wow. Man, I Shout out too to much, because I'm, like I'm drinking it, again. and I'm paying me for it. What he said. <laughs> what he said in the song. I, why wow. I know that, I don't know. That's my <laughs> crazy music. All right, Brian Carpenter, here's what we're going to do. You ready? Got a game plan. We are at about 10 after 11. Yeah. Let's go to 11.30. Really? We'll go another 20 minutes. That's crazy. No, I love it. Uh, (laughs) I think what I want to do here, if it's okay with you, is let's open up the phone lines. Yeah, and let's pick a winner on the... uh, Let's pick a winner. I like those guys doing that fripping strip. Yeah, the butt crack kid. I mean, anybody with a butt crack out in a brazier, I'm going all in for it. Okay. I'm with you. So they need to to send me their information. I won't post it through, but you need to send me your information, stripping flippers. Okay. I don't know. They might be tied up right now. A message to people next time around. You see what happens when you put a girl in underwear and you, you win shit. Simple mathematics. I still think the guy in the tub should get like a little shirt for the kid. I mean, give him the uh, give him the flipper boobs. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. We've got two prizes. We've got a G's going to donate. I'm giving my second place prize right here. Yeah, let's do that. A beautiful one. one honor. We'll do the jersey for the uh, the flipping flipping sticks. Flipping strips. (laughs) Flipping sticks. Fish fish strips. Whatever. Fish strips. And we'll do uh, G's uh, jumper for the uh, the baby in the... So like do you Chris think the bathtub guy's going to go to work tomorrow and be like, Hey, guys, I won a, a red jumpsuit last night by photographing <laughs> me and my kid in a tub. Hey, Can we at least throw him a bait? Hey, he better. Can we throw him a bait for something on, on top of it? Maybe I'm trying to say my bass patch. Put it in the pocket. Put it in the pocket. In the, we'll the throw jacket. stuff in there. Hey. We'll throw Brian's bobblehead in there. I mean, no, that's priceless. Oh. This thing right here attracts ladies I'm wearing. We'll never be able to make one of them again. All right. What you're looking at right now, for everybody that's still tuned in to this amazing podcast, game, this amazing show, you're looking at our toll-free number, 855-498-8691. Is that right? 0691. 0691. I'm going, I can't see anymore. That's right. They can say it. Uh, you can say it. Give us a call. This is your chance to yeah, get on the phone and ask us anything you want to ask, ask us. Ask me. Anything. Ask me. Ask Gerald anything. I did not you do anything me. to James Watson. I did not touch that woman. <laughs> Dude, that video from him at Okeechobee was insane, <laughs> That man. was the really how it played out, too, because we were driving back from my nephew's national championship football game, and... Like randomly driving back from Texas, and I get my my text goes off, ding-ling, and I'm looking at it, and I play the video, and I'm like, I was like, hey, honey, video me. She said, well, I said, just turn the video on. That's when I hit him with it. Yep, you're studying drinking your own urine. You're going to be there a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see that, Dave? Nah, dude. Well, James Watson buried his, his boat. Like a mile up in the woods. A mile into the woods at Okeechobee. I mean, had to get the... To check it out. Had to get oh, the uh, airboat... He sent me a message, and then I messaged him back because he was like, hey, you're my friend. You're my only friend. Can you help me? And I sent him one back about drinking your own urine and rationing out your food and to be alert. <laughs> Watch out for oh, God, jaguars. Stupid. I played up on that for like a, two days. What in the world was, was that? Was that a sound effect? Yeah. It was a sound effect. Oh, okay. Brian, what do we got? Caller, what's your name? Where you call from? Howdy, uh, I'm Nathan McKenna. I'm calling from Peoria, Illinois. How you doing tonight? What's your question? Well, my question is, I hate to go backwards, but I was wondering, for a high school uh, angler like myself on a fishing team, a Dunlap fishing team, 
Um, I was wondering what are some good tips on being able to get yourself recognized on like bass fishing, like you know, become an elite angler. What are some good tips to get recognized on how to do that? Say a red jumpsuit's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a red jumpsuit. That's that's the start. Uh, that that's a great question. Right now. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> that's a great question. I'll give you a serious answer. Uh, you know, besides your fishing skills, from a promotional standpoint, one of the easiest tools for young anglers, and we were talking about this with the Lee brothers earlier, is use social media. Man, that is a great tool nowadays. Use social media. Use video. Use YouTube. Dude, all this this stuff is so accessible to you, and it's free. It costs very little to do that stuff. And it's a great tool to get you exposure, to get your brand exposure. And and even at your age, you have to start thinking about creating a brand for yourself. So I'd say social media, YouTube, stuff like that's real easy to help get yourself some exposure. G? Uh, absolutely. I would say, uh, folk, yeah, do, do, do those things because that's how people are going to find you. But I, I would say a lot of people overlook... Uh, focus on your fishing, and if you catch them good enough, sponsors will find you. I promise you. Spend spend as much time trying to cast and learn where the fish is at as anybody else, and 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 you can grow from that. You know, don't overlook the the, the simple fact is, at your age, from high school to college, point blank, you got to catch them. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, we've even got like a YouTube channel. Is that like a good way? So that's a YouTube is like a good way to get food. Yep, absolutely. Let's people know who you are. Let's people uh, potential sponsors can look at that and see how you carry yourself, how you speak, what you have to offer, and that's what you're selling yourself for. After you catch them good enough in high school and in college, they they want to know what they're paying you for, and that's uh, that's almost like an audition at their fingertips. Is there any way of giving myself a shout out? We'd love to. Go ahead, give yourself a shout out. So it's just easy. Look up on YouTube. Nathan and Sam Fishing Show, and it'll be the first thing to come up. Nathan and wow. Sam Fishing Show. Nathan and Sam Fishing Show, we, we like it. Shout out to that. And before we let you go, remember the other two things. Wear a red jumpsuit. Yes. And never, ever, ever do anything that Dave LaFevre does. Never. Never do Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right. Have a good day. Okay. Twice in the same show. Twice? You got it. Was that two? You slammed him earlier, too. Cool. Well, we let off him for a couple shows. <laughs> we got to get back on him. Yeah. <laughs> we can't let him off that easy. He's an easy target. He is a very easy target. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Oh, so, man. James, what's your problem with Dave? Me? Yeah, James. Uh, I don't really have a problem no, with No, J- Taylor, dude. Is that his name James? Who? Bill. Bill Taylor. Oh, oh Bill Taylor. Shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I wanted to do one of these more impersonations. That was hilarious oh earlier. Oh, God. I was like, I was like. <laughs> no, I screwed that up, Gerald. Sorry. Okay, go it's ahead. supposed to be I, Bill I, Taylor. Was not good. You're the James Taylor's the singer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good. No, 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 no. Woo! I knew that I would. Now, that's the one my jumpsuit was back in the day. Ah, damn so it. So good. Uh, uh. <laughs> Caller, what's your name? Where you call from? Hey, what's up, Mike? This is Vinny from Jersey. Tell Gerald to close his leg. <laughs> hey, watch out. Watch Girl, out. Close your legs. Uh, you like that? Close your legs. A lot of room here, son. You can park a Volkswagen in there. I'm telling you. They made these things for the big and tall and a lot more areas than the leg length. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> What's your question, man? What do you got going on tonight? Nah, not too much. We're in a flipping, flipping strip group. I just wanted to give you guys yeah! a call. Yay! Yay! Woo! 
the winners. The winners. Yes. Congratulations. Let, let them pick. Let them pick your prize. You want the uh, jumpsuit? You or want the, jersey? the jumpsuit or the hat and the jersey? I mean, it's the call is yours. Take the jumpsuit. Take the jumpsuit. Yeah, well, it depends if Gerald's free balling. <laughs> he free balling. He free balling. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't know where his chartreuse underwear is. So hat and jersey. Hat and jersey. Hat and jersey. There. All right. Now, what? I we got a question for you. So that photo. That photo was very provocative. We we were interested in that. We saw a lot of skin. <laughs> provocative. Whatever, whatever that was. Peroxide. Uh, it has some peroxide in that what photo. <laughs> what's going on there? Tell us about what's going on. Especially well, Dave, uh, because Dave. Buddies, we're actually from the Glorious Bastard on Instagram. We're always harassing you, but uh, we like to play flip and strip or flip and sip. Kind of like flip cup, but with your jigging stick. You set up some shoes and hats in an order, flip and drink. I and like the ladies it. play too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Once in a while, if you can get them drunk enough first, you're talking. Yeah. To so if the ladies don't play, it's just a bunch of guys stripping. Yeah. Sounds well, like a. That's when we bring the beer in and leave the clothes on usually. Yeah. Right. Sounds like a sausage gumbo. Yeah, that's gumbo. called a sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> sausage gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sausage buffet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. mama say, my mama say, yeah, mama say, football is bad. Mama say, sausage buffet. Yeah. <laughs> so you won the hat and jersey. I like hat that. hat and jersey. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. And all it took was a picture of a horrible guy butt and a chicken in her underwear. Hey, I just want on the record. I have a great ass. That was the pants. <laughs> hey, dude, hang on the line. I want to. Hang, hang on the line. I want to get your contact info. All right. Definitely. Uh, All right. Thanks for the call, Vinny. Thanks, guys. Yes, that was good. Man, that is a typical Ike Live fan right there, Jay. Isn't that great? How cool is that? I love it. We love it, man. We we love that listener viewer. That is our Vinny. Give me Vinny all day long, man. Yeah, Yeah, with his ass crack hanging out. We love those guys. Uh, let me, why Brian the Carpenter is doing a little business, let me catch you up with a few things. And we got some amazing things going on right now. Uh, Want to remind you that. If you miss the show or you want to watch old archived shows of Ike Live, you can get them anytime. Lots of ways to do it. You can go to IkeLive.com, MikeIkeNally.com. You can also get those shows, video and audio, on iTunes, Stitcher, Carbon TV, YouTube, and of course, live feeds from Periscope. Uh, update on the Ike Foundation first official charity tournament coming up on the Delaware River August 6th. Yes. Location to be announced. Gee, would you participate in that? Yeah. If you had the time? If I was free, yes, I'd do that. I might not catch none, but I'd come up. Okay. Becky's got to pee. All right. We're going we're gonna to run that past you. Uh, Check Rebecca, on the kids. what do you got? Um, the Ike Foundation is helping Rowan University start Ooh. a bass fishing ah. club and team. So if you're interested yes, in yes. joining this club slash team, yes. Mike is going to be helping with signups this Thursday yes. at the, uh, what is it, the student forum? Student forum this Thursday. What time? Lunchtime. I don't have the definite times. It's somewhere going to be between 11 and 1. Okay. If you're a Rowan student and you're listening tonight, they're starting a bass fishing team. Listen to me. Show up at this thing. Come out and sign up. Got to get a team. 
here at my college. My Mike, Mike is going to donate two Basscat boats. I'm going <laughs> to. That's not true. <laughs> but I'm hoping they invite me to the college parties like old school. Yes. <laughs> artists, yes. The old guy that yes. shows up. Hey, what That's was the old, reason I'm doing What this? was the old guy in the movie that died in the mud wrestling? Come on, dude. Blue. Blue. You're my boy. Oh, boy, die. I can see Ike stripping. Becky pulling out. What are you doing? We're stripping. <laughs> Streaking. We're streaking. Streaking. We're streaking. Back. Uh, the other thing I have is that there's a lot of requests for G to, to crank call. Ooh. After yeah. hours. We Best might hours. have to do that. We might have to do yeah. that. I feel like this is after hours. This isn't after hours? Well, it's 11.27. Oh, I feel like it's after hours. We got another oh, caller? We do. Okay. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Nathan from uh, Wisconsin. How you doing, man? Nathan, how you doing tonight? What's your question, man? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hey, um... Since, well, we're in winter right now and I'm waiting for spring, uh, what kind of square baits do you use in the spring and what kind of line do you recommend? That's a good question. Jay, you want to take that one? Uh, you know, I throw, if, I'm, if I'm getting ready for square lifting in the spring, I'm going to throw 16, 16, 18-pound sun line, some floor carving, uh, anything from a Rapala square lip bait. You know, uh, I'm kind of across the board. I throw a little, as I said, a little KVD Square lip, two to four foot. Would you say? Gee, when did a when did a shallow diving crankbait become a square bill? Well, it just it's easier to say. But when did, <laughs> but when did it happen? When That's was the transformation? Yeah, it was a transformation. It used to be a shallow diver. Yeah, yes, it, it was about when uh, Rick Clum won that FLW tournament down there on the Mississippi River on <laughs> that uh, BD uh, Bagley's bait, wasn't it? It was a bait. Yeah. B2. Killer B2. B2. And then everything so. become a square lip. Square, square lip. Square lip. Square lip. Okay. That's yeah, because uh, I use a lot of the Ishman Row uh, River to Seas, uh, the small, the oh. Biggie Small ones. Oh, Biggie Smalls. Biggie Papa. Yeah. Biggie Papa. Yeah. 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 It, it, you know, square building in the spring, I think, is a good deal. I, I tell you this, man. The biggest thing I look for, I look for transition banks in the spring, man. That's a that's a good thing. The interesting thing is, dude, if it's warm at Grand, if it's a abnormally warm week, that could play. It ain't gonna happen. Classic. Ain't gonna happen. You don't think so? Yeah. So you can get happen. your snow boots out. I'll loan you my rubbers. <laughs> One's 11 and one's a 12. It's, it ain't going to happen, Captain. It's going to be cold in the well diggers, but water temperatures are going to be like 16 below zero. You're going to be throwing a number five shad wrap praying to God for something to get heavy on the end of it. The spinning rod with snot froze your boots, and I'm going to be working the show kissing babies and hugging women, telling people how I finished 42nd and all year to get there. Explaining to them why I didn't catch none today. Well, because I didn't launch that boat today, man. I slept into 10, had a sausage and muffin on my way in, and outside the extreme case of the farts, I got nothing brewing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, there's your square lip voice. <laughs> That's what I do in the spring. And there's your answer. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm- <laughs> I love it. I, you know, I love I love sprinkling of traditional questions. Absolutely, you gotta it's have funny. it. It's funny, but that was a great way to transfer it. Something <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. I loved it. That's what awesome. I'm gonna be doing. That's great. Just hanging out. You we gonna, need more of that. You're gonna be wiping See, snot, the, 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 freezing. The problem is, we get Pete in your chair all the time, and he is straight laced as they come, dude. Uh, he can't mess with anybody. 
He's never not serious. You know what I mean? He's, he's always too serious. Nice. I mean, let me tell you, he's a super guy. <laughs> I mean, he's a spectacular angler. He loves children. <laughs> and he doesn't make fun of black people. He does, he does not. He does not. He's politically correct across the board. He's from he's from born and raised in Franklinville. But he, he sounds like North Carolina because they're not like really far south, but they still have a little bit of a twang. Twang? It's a cool accent. All right. Uh, Brian Carpenter, what do you got for me? Uh, feels like a good time to wrap this okay. up. Okay. All right. We're going we're, we're gonna to wrap this up. We may... Or may not come back and do an after hours. We're, we're going to leave that open. Uh, we'll shoot a couple tweets out there. and We'll see what you guys want to do. We may come back. A uh, couple last announcements here. New episode of Going Ike is coming out. Becky, give me the date, please. Next Friday. Next Friday. That's being thorough. February 12th, <laughs> 7 p.m., episode 3. Of Going Ike Which, coming what, out. What is this episode? Episode three is Landfill Bassin with our homegirl, Bridget. Oh, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's going to be a great Landfill episode. Landfill Bassin. Uh, <laughs> Landfill Bassin, episode three, February 12th, Friday, 7 p.m. Also, uh, the next two shows coming up, February 18th, the Yards Brewery Brewmasters. In studio, Dave, we have beer guys coming. Uh, I can't wait to get the X's and O's of beer making. Going to be a great show. And February 21st, the official pre-classic special with Jacob Prosnick and... Kabasi. Kabasi. We're going to test his Polishness. We will. We will. (laughs) Jacob Prosnick, J. Proz, in studio, (laughs) February 21st. Uh, G, any last any last uh, shout outs or uh, you want to you want to let people know how they can follow you on a daily basis? Oh, you you can you can look you know if you want to watch me and you just check out Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I tweet. I do all that good stuff. You just look us up. Don't do a lot on YouTube channel anymore. Some uh, prison. I, I cell block C. I do uh, a lot of mirror paintings in the lunchroom and cafeteria. Uh, you know, but outside of that, you better look me up on Facebook. If you take it real serious, I'm not in the place you want to be. If you want to know a lot about black and blue jigs, don't follow me. Ain't gonna happen. Awesome, awesome. Gee, thank you so much, Leanne. Thank you for coming in tonight. Amazing show. Great time. Good friends. Good night, everybody. Ike Live! Knock it off. It's disturbing. Trouble and fall. For the trials of today, I'm not your